Welcome, welcome friends, one and all, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, to the Voyage of the Siren Song, our Pathfinder 1E, Skull and Shackles, homebrew conglomeration of uh, tons of piratical goodness and fun. I'm your historian, your uh, storyteller, your weaver of tales, your man of the most in, uh, most integrity, Captain, the one true captain, I should say, Adam Kahn. I am here take you all but i'm not here alone i'm actually here with another group as well too the crew of said siren song and let us say hello hello crew how is everybody doing this evening hello good the one true captain because our other captain is currently gone philip rossi is actually a daddy and he has daddy things he must attend to for now <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that leads us into our rating of the show. You will find, because we're all pirates, ladies and gentlemen, we are rating the show as a rated R for language. I mean, there are F-bombs, there's... Actually, you guys haven't even figured out where our the bilges is called just yet. We'll get to that one of these days. And, uh, very dirty humor as a pirate as well. But let's go into a recap, and let's get to some pirate fun. Is everybody ready? Ready? Mm -hmm. Aye, aye, ready. Ahoy. All right. Last week, we all started, you all decided to investigate uh, this giant explosion that happened on the ship far off in the distance in front of the siren song. Uh, Azaro crawled up to the crow's nest while she's shouting back and forth with short stone. There's this whole shouting match. Everybody's like 60 feet away from each other. All in good piratical fun. Uh, sends Pluck over uh, her bird, her blue and gold macaw that's plucked feathers. Uh, sends him over to investigate, bringing the information back. While that's all happening, everybody's looking forward our crazy alchemist, as he's working down in his lab, has something happened to him. It starts raining on him, but he it all this crazy stuff starts happening. He gets super excited. He runs up on the deck, starts taking all these potions, this contraption that he made, actually fuses into his body. He goes running over and flies over the side of the ship, and he dies. It was really sad. Sad end to eat. That happened there. Bye -bye. Um, sorry, Dustin. Uh, but no, he did not die because then everybody saw him fly up like this magical, mythical, beautiful, four and a half foot tall green creature that he is with wings sprouting from his back. That gives me three people that can now fly, which is great. This means I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pull like a Game of Thrones and just start shooting you guys out of the sky with ballistas and everything like uh, Daenerys Whoa. dragons were shot down. Just really? saying, no spoilers. It's really? been out for a couple years. If you haven't seen it yet, that's on you. Um, Lockhart and Bennett decided to take the brothers over to investigate the gaping hole that was in the side of the the ship that was floating. Uh, Bennett crawls inside and massive dead bodies, and they and there he saw. Four creatures, giant gaping mouth of razor blade fangs, uh, almost like fish-like creatures, these gills and um, these fins that go down their back carrying tridents called the Sawagan, very deadly, nasty creatures. He decides to hop back out, but there was one person that did not know that was Bennett. It was a tiefling that actually woke up last episode tied up inside of his hammock because he decided to take a nap in the middle of our first campaign. It's okay. James Chu is off being a, a pirate somewhere. Well, not even a pirate. He was a Viking, still a warrior, all good. But he saw this man wearing a bucket on his head with this glass face filled with water. We called him Buckethead Man, Bucket Man. I forgot what your Mr. name was. Mr. Bucket Buckethead. Mr. Buckethead. Please. Sorry, Put sorry. Respect on his name. 
You, you're right. You're right. I apologize for that. So I should say Lockhart, Mr. Buckethead, and the four brothers went over. Mr. Buckethead jumps inside the hole, and he's the one that sees all this stuff. Really, it was Bennett. Lockhart doesn't know that. Neither does James Chu. I'm covering my mouth so James Chu can't hear me properly. Um, jumps back. Lockhart goes, eh, whatever. Makes multiples of himself. He hops in the hole. Bennett hops back in the hole as well, too. They take care of these creatures. Uh, the captain, Aradia, and Azar hop in another ship to make their way over to help. Eek flies! into the hole and yeah starts throwing bombs as bennett is breaking the creatures lockhart is breaking my game uh eek decides to break <laughs> the ship even more as well too in in his alchemical fashion uh as uh, the ladies and the captain are getting closer to the side of the hole four of these creatures jump up grab the four brothers yank them over the sides and azara and aradia not even thinking for a second decide to dive into the water to try to save them uh after after everybody in the ship murders them, and Azara is able to murder at least one of them, Mikhail just like cuts one of their heads off, and Aradia tries to put him to sleep. Didn't work that time. Second, Wendy Lee, or I should say Aradia. Mm. Can't put my creatures to sleep all the time. Don't give me a thumbs down. I will murder your character right here now. I won't do that because that's really mean. But it's all right. We're pirates. Um, uh, you guys save the brothers. Start taking them back as the captain and Lockhart decide that they want to um, investigate the ship a little bit more while it is now starting to sink even faster. Eek flies in. Captain finds uh, some papers uh, inside the captain's quarters. Eek finds a chest, yells for Lockhart to go and grab it, grabs it. Then the two of them have a really cool Jack Sparrow moment with the captain on Lockhart's back. He just steps right onto the other dinghy as the ship sinks into the water. Everybody makes it back over to the siren song, and you all open up your—I was gonna say baskets, your uh, treasure chest of goodies—and you found a lot of really cool stuff inside there. Um, and then to finish out the day, you all know that you have at least a day and a half uh, to get to Tidewater Rock, where we are currently heading towards. To see if we can strike a deal, if we can actually talk to the Lady of the Rock, see what's actually going on, see if we can unload some of these goods that you guys have pretty much gotten onto your ship the past couple weeks. That is where we ended. Everybody decided to go to sleep. Uh, did anybody take a watch that night? Or I anybody would have probably taken up? a watch. Okay. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, you did. I remember you and Arata did stay up for a little bit, um, and I had you guys make a perception check. You failed. Nothing bad happened, I promise. You're totally <laughs> fine. But what oh, I would like to gone gone missing, do... Huh? <laughs> Maybe somebody has gone, gone missing. But first, before we hop into our adventure as well, too, let us hop over into some chat as well, too, and say hi to our fans. Say hi to everybody, because I know we've got a lot of people in there. As everybody else is looking, it looks like Adam Kimbleton, what a cool guy. He subscribed for 29 months saying, what's up, friends? Alex Rogue 460 has uh, subscribed for 21 more months in a row. Dual Stone Range, James Chu, subscribing tier one for 34 months. John Christian, the real POTUS, resubscribing tier two for 46 months. Months in a row, John Christian, absolutely love Ooh, you. Uh, Alex MVP. Rowe, gifting, gifting a sub to Batman Saro. And then also uh, we had Black Loki 3004 has followed us. And Dustin Darth Zane is hosting Black Loki. as well, too. Yay, thanks, uh, we also, a couple days ago, had Overkill Live followed us. And then almost a week ago on Monday, Perk36741 has also followed us as well, too, guys. Thank you all nice. so very much. And let's see what chat is up to. What kind of commotion are you guys getting? Oh, looks like we got Daniel Lands in chat as well, too. Hey, hey. Daniel Lands, what is up, everybody? He says, he says dragons are cool if they're on your side. Otherwise, run! 
Accurate. <laughs> I added the back in the dragons part. and things, Dave. Yeah. Uh, mm. Scott Denuso also saying pirates get away with murder. That's right. As we saw in the very first episode, they murdered people. Maybe that's why they people Especially ran them out of town. Those who murdered my parents. You don't know that they murdered your parents. You don't know. You don't know what happened. <coughs> the real point is 98 saying, whoa, who would use an F-bomb on this channel? Diana Restrepo. Justin Everybody. Uh James Chu, Adam Kahn. Uh, um, Philip Rossi dropped one on the first episode, and I oh, don't yeah. think that Brent or Wendy That was because he was drunk. Brandy or Wendy have not. Yet. Think... Not, not yet. yet. Clip, not clip yet. me seven <laughs> times where I dropped the F-bomb. And yeah. I'll admit it. Because I know there's at least... <laughs> <laughs> but until someone clips it, he will deny it to the very end of the episode. End of the Minimum series. seven. I just wait until someone clips it and it's like 72 times. I'm like, oh, oh. fuck. So there, <laughs> there, like there, is there it is. There we go. One. Here we go. Let, let's let's put one. that F bomb in there, friends. There's one. There's one. Bam. F bomb going in. There is a very important question in, in chat from right. Star Drew. Uh, is okay. a crop top a lady thing? I already addressed this. No, it's not. Men no, can have bad. crop tops. I know. Anyone can have crop okay. top time here. Have you ever seen Friday Night Lights? No. Nope. Yeah, crop tops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I think we also talked yeah. about how it could chafe your nipples too, Lockhart. So be very careful of that. We All right. we okay. So you know how it's not going to chase my nipples? Magic. There we go. You know what? That I'll, I'll oh. accept it. I'll accept it. The that rule of cool. Better. Not gonna chafe your nipples because of magic. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. I like we'll it. Some, I like it I'll, I'll make some like magic pasties for you, Lockhart. Perfect. <laughs> magic pasties. They have little tassels. Uh, Eric um, Frankhouse is in the house. Hi, Eric. Oh, Eric oh, Frankhouse. Eric. What's up, brother? How's it going, my man? Eric Frankhouse, as everybody knows. Also, uh, Diana, my GM over on uh, North Boundary Channel for Alien Connections, which. Yes. Gonna be gone for a couple weeks, but that's fine. That's fine. And he does all sorts of other stuff over on his channel on Norse Foundry. Um, oh, Frank House, how did the show go Friday night? Uh, because they had a uh, West Birch Academy, uh, Black Friday night, uh, for like their Ooh. fourth or fifth episode. One of those two, I hope it went well. Nice, but let us continue. We found a solution on, to the uh, to the problem of the crop top. Batman Sarah says, I was just going to suggest pasties. Perfect. Ah, see, Pum like pumpkin this. pumpkin pasties, yes. pumpkin pasties. Yes. Two two okay. quick things. Hello, Eric. Excited for you to play on Wednesday. Uh, and then uh, Star Drew uh, said, um, "Mr. Buckethead is taller than Lockhart." And I wanna I wanna say that is canon. I did admit that's true. And he was intimidated by Mr. Buckethead's stature. So oh. something that Brent or Bennett, <laughs> uh, sorry, something that Bennett could never be. Never. Never taller. Never taller. Never. Well, uh, Brent probably couldn't, but Bennett could because Bennett actually has a mop well, on his head. I know. Well, Brent, I I think in real life <laughs> is taller than me, uh, and I was also larger than me. So this is my moment. <laughs> Depends. How tall are you? I'm six foot. Okay. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, love I can just tell you're tall, and I've never just met a, you just in person. Just this subtle. Just a set Oh my God, yeah. He's like, yeah. Boys, are we done? Point. Sorry. Sir. I'd like to say. Oh, I'm measuring the centimeters too. again. All the way Tally down home. the centimeters. Uh, all right, friends. Everybody decided. Uh, everybody is currently asleep. What I need 
from the crew is I need everybody to give me a will save, please. As you all oh, know, start this off right. Start it off right, ladies and gentlemen. Starting it off oh, right. <coughs> Nine. Twenty-four. Nine. Twenty-four. Oh. I rolled That's an a, uh, natural, natural one. Awesome. High five. Uh, 18 um, for Aradia. And Taco. 18. 13 for Eek. Thir- 13 for Eek. Uh, Aradia and Azara, uh, you hear uh, your wake-up call, the, uh, the breakfast bell. Um, as fish guts right over in the galley, uh, making uh, making making some breakfast happen. Eek! Uh, you guys actually, as you two are climbing out of bed, you both actually notice that Bennett and Lockhart and Eek are both still, as- or all three, uh, still asleep as they're dreaming. Um, you, uh, fish guts actually, uh, are, are you going to try to wake them up or not? You got to let them sleep. Who's that question towards? Uh, the ladies, you're the only two that saved. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, what's that, what's that laugh for? What's Aradia doing? Here? Don't like that. Don't like that. Aradia is going to saunter over to... Uh... <laughs> She's going to walk over to Lockhart's... What are these things called? Hammock. Hammocks. Yep. I was like, sleep, <laughs> sleeping bed? Hammocks. Sleeping bed. And she's going to motion for Azara to silently come over to the side. And I'm okay. going to motion my hands and I'm going to grab one side of the uh, hammock. And I'm going to say, wh- I will whisper, on the count of three. One, hey, two, one, and oh, Prince Prince out here to help with the push. One, two, three. I'm going to push him over. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, both you give, me a, give me a strength check, please. Because remember, Lockhart is a big dude. I mean, Azara, Azara is I do this almost, with... she's a little bit bigger than, or she's I'll a little bit tinier than the guys. But she's singing, still whispering a lullaby. <laughs> what, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I got to hear it. I got to hear it. What does the singing, whisper lullaby sound like? <coughs> it's time to wake up and face your face on the floor, you pirate. Here we go. And go. Oh, it's dumb. <laughs> Works for me. It's Don't a whisper song. It You're not used to whisper song. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Give me those strength uh, checks, please, ladies. It's not great. Uh, with my singing, it, it's, uh, it's a 12. Uh, now, Radia, if you want to, you can also take that singing as well, too, because <laughs> of because of her. And you can give yourself, what is that, a plus two or a plus four for it's her? That's a, uh, it's a plus, plus two. Okay, yes. What are you at now? Plus I don't two? know what you're at. No, hold on. It's a plus three. Plus three? <gasps> To your strength. Okay, Ooh, so now me. you have a strength right now, Aradia. I have plus Sixteen, but what Damn, if with if I, I I use my prehensile hair to assist? Uh, as are well? you are you using your prehensile hair to help flip, and you're also doing it? Or are you just using your hair? Yes, both are yes. doing. So the hair as an both extra okay. pair of hands. Okay, give me give me another strength check, uh, and I'll see if. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Give me another strength check for your Ooh, hair. Natural well. nineteen. Natural nineteen. Yeah, you. As soon as you do that, like Azara, Azara has is up like at his like torso and stuff. But you're able to like wrap around his waist, and you've got his feet, and you guys easily flip him over. Lockhart just boom falls flat on and his face he, because he doesn't sleep on uh, the. T- and as he hits, yes. As he hits the deck, I'm going to say, Bennett, how could you? Oh, Bennett! And I'm going to grab rude. Azara's arm, and we're gonna run. 
We're gonna just run. <laughs> Plug! Are you guys as you, are you guys giggling as you run? A hundred percent. I am, anyways. 100%. Okay, yeah. Hundred percent giggling as they run from flipping Lockhart <laughs> over onto his stomach. Lockhart, Bennett, and Eek. Uh, three. Or the three of you are still. Or three of you are sleeping, having good old dreams. Uh, uh, Eek, what are you dreaming about tonight? Um. Well, I'm having one of my normal dreams of um, working at my um at my uh, at my um my alchemist's um lab or at least what i have right now in the boat is more of just like a table that's screwed to a wall but in my dreams it is like a full-on laboratory you got bubbling beakers you've got like this one weird machine that has like like sparks going it's like a tesla coil that's going off and all of these like cool bubbling noises that are going occasionally you just have a random explosion going off somewhere and he's getting all of these different ideas that he's like drawing down and he's has um it's just all of these different like papers are everywhere and he's just looking like he's mad at work lockhart what about you you're you're fast asleep my friend what are you dreaming about mm -hmm. not a <laughs> so i just i i picture it's uh it's like a 90s montage of him and mr buckethead like doing random things around uh the port and everything uh, like maybe skipping on the sand and hold uh mr buckethead makes him close his eyes he opens them he has the he has the mithril chain shirt crop top lockhart's all excited and then he pulls out a second one they're both in it they're in the water having fun uh he's like just he's, he's having a moment wow. A great dream and bennett Thanks. bennett are you having the same or as i should say codename mr buckethead what are you dreaming about i'm not mr buckethead that's that's some moron that left the ship last yeah i'm i'm not actually him uh i'm i'm having my own dream that has nothing to do with lockhart uh, uh i'm yes i'm walking i'm walking along the beach uh and i actually have Celia with me, who people don't know, and my wife. This beast, but uh, yeah, it's it's actually kind of a happy dream, and I don't want to wake up right now. Uh, I'm really enjoying it, and I do I do see in the sand three other pairs of footprints that have like run out ahead of me. I don't see where they went, uh, but I I know, I know that there's three other sets of footprints that are they ran ahead. Don't know where they are that they belong to uh, my son and two daughters. Um, I'm just enjoying the walk along the beach, seeing the sun. Yeah, enjoying the yeah. moment as long as I can. Yeah. yeah, and as you're sitting there, Bennett, you're, you're seeing your kids like splash around in the water. Uh, your wife uh, just reaches down and grabs your hand. As you see uh, your two daughters and your son splashing around, you actually hear more splashing. You actually look to the right and you see this giant red tiefling and this dude wearing a bucket on his head and they're like wearing these uh like metal crop tops and they're both just like running almost like in slow motion like having loads of fun do my best kind of, to ignore them <laughs> and you then you then you then you hear just like some banging and it sounds like some paper you look back and it's like this cut out of a ship and you see eek standing there just like pouring mixtures and everything into these bottles and 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 then you, you hear just 
off in the distance a little bit, like this, the sound of thunder. You, and you and you kind of look back, but 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 there's all but but it's just like just sun, all this bright sun in front of you, and, and you you hear this thunder, and you look around, but you, you don't see anything. You you can't tell that it, maybe it's an explosion. You look back at Eek. he's not creating really anything. There's just there's bubbles coming up out of all these concoctions and everything. He he's not doing his typical thing of, of making bombs, but you just hear that in the distance and. And you look around and you kind of look out at your kids and, and you realize that all three of them have stopped. Uh, and you're still kind of walking. You feel kind of like a tug on your hand. You look back and, and Celia and your three kids are all looking out like into the ocean. And your wife and your daughters, they look back at you. And then your son kind of looks back at you and they just go, Papa? What? Pop, Papa, what, what is that? And, and and you kind of look out to what they're looking at, but it's just it's just sun. You, you you actually can see out in the distance. You see the siren song like kind of sailing by. You hear that thunder crash again, and they kind of stop, and all four of them kind of shake their head for a second, and then they just kind of start laughing and they start running back into the water. Um, and and you kind of look back, and and Lockhart is is still there with this, this buckethead guy, and he's still doing all of his business and everything. And you, you kind of blink for a second, and you 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 kind of look over at your wife, and she just looks up at you, and her mouth agape, and there's just this blood on her shirt pouring down. This was such as a you nice dream. As you open <laughs> your eyes, and Eek, you open your eyes too, and Lockhart, you open your eyes. The two of you, Lockhart and or Bennett and Eek, you're both looking up, uh, Eek at the ceiling because you're on one of the um, I was gonna say the top bunk on one of the the top. Uh, hammocks uh, lock. Uh, Bennett looking up at the hammock ahead of you, and Lockhart, you open your eyes and you're facing the ground, like looking down, and you feel like a, a drip, like coming out of your nose. You kind of reach out, and there's like blood on your nose. Oh, that's Lockhart, or that's me? No, that's Lockhart. <coughs> he woke up face okay, down okay, okay. on on the ground okay, for some okay. odd reason. Just making sure. Wow. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, let's start of a new morning. All right, and Eek's gonna jump out of the, his hammock. Um, was Lockhart underneath him? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I think Lockhart, I think you and Eek are on top of one another, if I remember correctly. Yes, so yeah. Lockhart was, but yeah. well, you kind of look down and you don't see him in his hammock, but you see him kind of, you see like him kind of sprawled out on the ground underneath his hammock, just kind of like laying there. You see him like motioning with his hand. And Lockhart, do you get up or are you just laying there? Or are you gonna stay? Uh, I, I think he like stays for a second because it, it's in the moment of him waking up, and I can only picture he mumbles to him. He's like, "I never want this to end, Mister Bucket." And then he like wakes up. He's like, "Oh, oh my god!" Uh, and then he turns to Eek. He's like, "Um, Eek, is is my nose broken?" And it's like it's like jagged sideways. Um. Well, actually, um, hold on a second. And Eek's gonna like just quickly go grab it and twist it back into place. Ah! Eek, Eek, give me a heel check. <laughs> oh, actually, oh, boy. I'm actually able to do that pretty well, I think. Oh, ah, okay, let's it's not hope. bad. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Okay, that is an 18. Uh, 18, yeah, and it pops it right back into place. And, ooh, like, breathe better too, Lockhart. It smells, everything smells good. Eek, you actually I, I have a bed. Like breakfast. 
I have magic. I could have done that without the... <laughs> And you just see like like tears running down his face uh for how bad yeah, it yeah, hurts. Now, now, now you can save it. I don't I don't know. Okay, let's not listen to me then. <laughs> He'll follow behind him. Did you want to say something, buddy? No. Nope. You sure? You seem you, it seems very important to you. Nope, not anymore. It's just, okay. It's just yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then it's gonna slowly get out of his hammock and just kind of. He's a little melancholy because like he was really enjoying that dream. It it did kind of take a little bit of a turn, but it's it's a dream even though it was enjoying it a lot. But yeah, out of my hammock, and I'm gonna follow them to breakfast. Yeah. The, the ship is a, a bustle with everybody else is awake as well, too. You guys notice everybody's eating up their food and heading upstairs. And before we actually continue, we've got a whole bunch of other people resubscribing as well, too. we got Elite tree, elite Trooper uh, resubscribing Prince, uh, Prime for two months in a row for a total of 38 months total. Penguin Witch Doctor resubscribing nice. for also 38 months. And Silent H resubscribing for 39 months in a row. Guys, Thanks, thank you guys, guys so much. That fam, best fam, absolutely that love you guys resubscribing because y'all rock our socks off um yeah uh it, it is a it is a bustle um because you guys know that essentially uh if you guys continue on uh with your day today uh by pretty much morning almost mid-morning uh, tomorrow you can make it to tidewater rock um the uh, where uh fish guts said would probably be a, a good place to go it's it's not really something that you i mean you guys have tried to kind of think if you've heard tales about it you haven't gotten a lot of information uh, from it yet but you know it's it's it is a a small island with with a a castle a house something that sits on top of it and able to see the ship in all directions it's right almost in the middle of shipping lanes and information you were able to pull from it as well too is that tidewater rock um it, it gives them a good lookout uh, all across the sea and ships that go through these shipping lanes uh, whoever owns the rock could potentially have an opportunity to take over other ships and stuff and plunder other ships and get more stuff. I mean, you guys are pirates after all, or maybe to go and strike a deal uh, with the lady of the rock as well, too. But I guess we'll have to find out. But uh, everybody's in their hustle and bustle. Everybody goes up onto the main deck of the ship. Um, but there's one person that you guys don't see um, yet or hear from. Uh, but one thing that you do hear, uh, Azara, you hear the pitter patter. Uh, 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 Mrs. Zara, Mrs. Zara, um, I want to let yes. you know that uh, the captain, the captain's not awake yet. He, he, he hasn't, he hasn't woken up just yet. Is he alive or is he just sleeping? Did you check to see? Well, I think breathing? so. I, I looked at it and his mustache hair was doing this. Okay, so just old man sleeping in. <laughs> I, I think so, but I, I tried to wake him up. I got really scared because I remember that he fell uh, the other day, and, and then he was also really drunk as well, and then I don't know if Fish got slipped uh, uh, anything into okay. his drink, but he said oh, that he did, great. and I was just really scared. Okay, Sorry that me, I'm rambling on this. Let me go check this. up on him. No, it's okay. Let me go check up on him. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, my lady. Um, you walk in, and the captain, he's not inside the hammock, but you notice that the captain... Uh, is actually laying uh, inside his, his giant bed in the captain's quarters. He looks very peaceful right now, but he's just, he's asleep. Didn't wake up. Um, Barrett even walks over to him as well. Look, look, look. And he grabs him and goes, Captain, 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 wake up. And and little pupil, for those of you that don't actually know, that you probably see it in from the picture, pupil uh, is actually Captain, he has, a, he has a little mouse companion. Actually, like, scurries out of, like, his, uh, his little chin and kind of walks over and starts kind of batting his nose a little bit. Captain, just, Captain doesn't wake up. 
You wait. Is he all right? And and you see people kind of run over to to you, Lady Azar, and kind of does this with with like the, with his hands and runs back over and pitter patters him. Walks over and like grabs like his eyelid and like tries to pull up his eyelid. And you see like shines his <laughs> eye, just kind of looking up and lets it go. Um, and then he and then he like reach it and then you see people like stick his hand up Shice's nose and like pull out a nose hair and Shice doesn't wake up. What? I'm gonna walk over. I'm gonna start trying to see if I can wake him up. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to wake him up. Nothing. Shake him. But he's but he's name. breathing. He's he's breathing. breathing. He's breathing. He's not dead. He's just he's asleep. Now, Azar, you would know this as well too. Like. You remember same thing that happened to Lockhart the other day, and it kind of happens to you guys sporadically sometimes. Um, you guys just go into this like weird sleep, but for whatever reason, it's it's like hard to understand why. You kind of think back, like, wait, this has happened to us multiple times before, and I mean, maybe it's just happened. Maybe he's just really tired. Maybe all that drinking really did him in yesterday. <laughs> all right, Chainland, do me a favor. Uh, uh, yes, 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 Mrs. Zara. You, I want you to watch him keep guard of his quarters, and as soon as yes, he wakes up, I want you to send word. All right? Uh, uh, yes, yes, I, I can do that, Mrs. Ara. And he he walks over and he sits down like in the chair and he just like watches him. But, uh, that's a little too creepy. How about like <laughs> casually watching? Oh, oh. So then he he kind of sits up and kind of looks at you and then kind of peeks out of the corner of his eye. Mm, he keeps looking okay. over at him, kind of looking at you, and then. And back to him, looks down, and back over to the captain. Mm. Like that, like that, my lady. That's that's a bit better. Uh, yes, that, that's fine. Um, maybe you could also, you know, oh look at this place. Actually, it's quite messy in here. Can you maybe you can fold his clothes, or you can tidy up in here a bit for him. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Yes, yes. Well, as you also know, it's also still a mess too because you guys haven't had a chance to repair uh, the ship. To give you guys a little out outline of the captain's quarters uh, it's actually kind of big there's a couple pillars in it uh there's this nice beautiful desk that lockhart saved that he carried all the way down a mountainside off of an island very beautiful desk there's a giant bed in there but half the wall kind of in the back is missing uh because when they finally took over this ship eek and the captain ended up in there and eek and the captain are being attacked by multiple people and bombs were going off in there. so i mean Eek tried his best to try to fix it but they haven't had a real chance to fix it yet so like when the wind blows it kind of blows stuff around a lot um but uh yeah oh yeah yeah yes 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 mrs r he, he goes around and starts uh straightening up some of the papers and stuff on his desk and like moving some right, chairs just, around just perfect just come and get one of us when you or, or me especially when he's awake all right yes 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 yes, sorry, yes. <laughs> what'd you do oh shaking <laughs> punch my mic sorry <laughs> um now you guys know that you have pretty much a day to do whatever the the ship the the breeze is behind you blowing in the direction you're meant to go uh let's start actually with bennett Bennett, what what are you wanting to spend your day doing i mean, I mean we actually or I, I would say we actually see uh our, our camera kind of pans over and we see bennett kind of sitting uh towards the helm of the ship and you got a lot of stuff sitting around you bennett what are you working on uh once i <clears throat> once i ate my breakfast and just kind of walked up on the I'll ship a little bit, just taking in the morning. I'm going to go down to my little work area around where my locker is, and I'm going to pull out some of the materials that I got from the port that we just got kicked out of. Still don't know why. Not um, kicked out. I'm going chased to out of. chased out of. <laughs> Everybody knows what happened. We're just getting. They don't want us there anymore. Don't know why, but 
yeah, we got kicked <laughs> out. <laughs> and so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my uh, gunsmithing tools, like all that, and I'm going to set to work at making some shots and some powder, like mixing all the charcoal, saltpeter, all that. So I'm gonna be like, that's what I'm gonna be working on for the majority of the day. Well, now I'm curious. Now, Bennett, you took gunsmithing um, because you, 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 I did. you've been wanting to work on a gun and stuff. How, how do you go about actually making, I'm, I'm very curious, how, do you, how does one make bullets and black powder? Oh, bullets. Well, black powder, the majority of it is, I got charcoal, saltpeter, something else, I can't remember what it was. Whatever that other thing was, I was like kind of put it I like together. That. Yep. Get like a, totally works. Uh, yes. yep. Wildflowers, perfect. <laughs> get like Wildflowers, totally works. Pestle and mortar, I guess, and going to be like crushing some stuff up, and like making it as fine as I can, mixing them together, pouring them as precise amounts as I can figure, and just kind of like mixing it all together. Uh, and then I'm going to I have a little uh, heating unit of some kind. Yeah, it's just like a little thing, and then it's just like going to be like busting up the like the lead that I got in, and going to be melting that down, casting it in some of the little casting things. <laughs> I can't remember what they're hey, called. The casings. Hey, <laughs> the things you like, you pour the lead things, in, yeah. just like you let it there for a little bit, open Molds? it up, and like pop it out. Yeah. Yes. Molds? Yes. You have That's a good word for it. That's Molds. weird. Molds, traitors, my goodness, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. So, so yeah, I'm now be working on that. Okay. Yeah, majority of the day. Um yeah. uh Bennett, uh let, let give me a crafting check for me. Let's see, let's see how well some of these bullets turn out for you. Well, these are gonna be great bullets. Seven. Seven. Yeah, I would say your first yeah. batch, uh, Bennett, doesn't go to. I mean, this is. This, uh, Bennett, have you ever crafted bullets before? <laughs> no. But how hard can and, it be? <laughs> I mean, obviously for the, you, your the, first time, pretty damn hard. <laughs> the gunsmithing tools that I got came with a manual, step by step instructions, and even links to YouTube channels in order how to do it. Oh, Let's per you know what? In order to read it properly and understand it, give me a perception check. I, I wanted to see how well you perceive you that manual. <laughs> <laughs> see if the links work. See how your Wi-Fi connection is. So, so oh, 11. I, oh, no, we're losing your brain. What'd you say? Oh, no. 11. Oh, yeah, again, I think you said 11. 11. Yeah. Yeah, 11. you're... Yes, you, oh, you kind... Yeah, you, you kind of you realize a, a little bit um, that the, the writing is like rather small too. So you, you kind of have it, and it, it's scribbled on there. So it's it's a little hard to tell, and you realize that, like some of your concoctions and everything. So I'm, I'm gonna say uh, your, your first your first little batch doesn't quite make it, but uh, uh, give me a second batch as you start kind of into the afternoon. Uh, give me another craft check, see how well <clears throat> this is gonna work out. I mean, if they didn't turn out if they didn't turn out that great, I'll just melt them down and make a, make some more again. Yeah, yeah, trying it again. <laughs> Oh no! Wow, it's a six. Uh. Oh, the six, yeah. You you burn your finger. It's, it's kind of kind of rough for you for the for the day, Bennett. Uh, but why Bennett's uh, doing yeah. that? Uh, we we pan over um, <clears throat> to Mr. Lockhart. Lockhart, what are you doing with your day? Where can we find you hanging out? Ah, uh, you will find me in my happy place, the Bilges. 
The Bilges, Bilges, a.k.a. as you look at it, as Lockhart is actually, he works his way downstairs, and right above the Bilges, there's a sign. Like I said, this is rated R, ladies and gentlemen. And what does this sign say as you climb into the Bilges Lockhart? It says the anus puncher. Excellent. And it's beautifully crafted by Callum. And Lockhart is extremely proud of it. Uh, Lockhart will wait until he, he closes the door and it's completely pitch black. Oh, shit. Um, actually, can I... Can I look around to make sure there's not spiders or anything? <laughs> uh, yeah, give me a give me a perception check. You have a you have dark vision. Yes, I do. Ooh, and that was a sixteen on the die plus nine. Twenty five. Twenty five. Uh, yeah, looking around, you don't you don't see spiders, but it smells bad in here. It, it's definitely been a while since anybody's been down here and cleaned it out and stuff. So I mean it. It's kind of gross. I'm gonna need you to give you a, give me a fortitude save, please, Lockhart. This is this feels like. Mm. <laughs> An eleven. An eleven. Uh, just that, like you're you're able to hold it in. You feel you feel like dinner like creeping up and like breakfast as well Ugh. too. Like ah, able to choke it back, almost let loose, but <clears throat> but you're fine. Smells bad. It no longer smells like dead bodies. There's I'll no just, dead bodies in here I'll just anymore. Press the digitate lavender everywhere. Per yeah, it smells uh, like lavender. It smells great now. To you. Awesome. So he's gonna reach into his pocket and he's gonna pull out the deep platinum necklace uh, that he mm. found that everyone seemed to forgot. Uh, and he feel like he feels drawn to it for something. Uh, and I want to cast two spells on it. I want to cast Page-Bound okay. Epiphany, uh, which, for those of you who don't know, you magically score the world's libraries for information that might refresh your memory about a topic. Upon casting the spell, the focus... Uh, the focus fills snippet sections and callous... Oh, I don't... Hold on. I'm going to need a book. Damn it. <laughs> okay, oh, so the first spell no. doesn't work. What's what's your second spell that you cast upon it? <sighs> Who has a book that I can use? <laughs> uh the other one is Identifier's Eye. Uh which basically like if it has any magical aura or ability, uh um I can spend a certain amount of time to pick up all information from it. Yeah, um, you cast that on. You don't sense any magic coming from it. Um, it, but it's. I mean, it's. It is really just beautiful in the way that it looks. It, you know, it, it's it's blue and black. It's it's very silvery, as I said. It's, it's called you know deep platinum. I'll go ahead uh, because it is kind of known amongst the seas. Go ahead and give me a knowledge local uh, check if you have. <clears throat> yes, thank God. I really didn't want to fail that. Twenty two. Uh, 22. Yeah. Um, you actually know, like really looking at this, you have heard of deep platinum before. It, it's not something, it, it is a very rare material that you can find. Uh, and it's characterized by the blue and black, like specks almost, almost as like, it's almost, it's beautiful, but it's almost like disturbing to look at. And it's virtually unknown, 
to a lot of people living above the surface. A lot of people don't have it. Uh, a lot of creatures, underwater creatures, creatures like the Sawagan, a lot of other creatures that uh, have uh, cities and stuff underwater, Udines and everything as well too, they would know more about this. Um, but it's actually mined from platinum deposits in the deepest ocean trenches. So it just the years of compressing material together um, where it's tainted by the exposure to poisonous deep sea vents called black smokers. Really, only aboliths and krakens and creatures of the deep can recover it from these phantoms. So a, a creature had to have been able to go down low, and, and that kind of tells you, like, Sawagans, they're, they're, they are creatures, but, like, finding in the deepest trenches, these types of creatures aren't able to get down that low. So they were at this Sawagan that had this necklace was able to get it from something that went yeah, down deep below. Yeah, from something deeper than itself. <clears throat> But on the land, it does have the same value as normal platinum, but it is of inestimable value to undersea races such as the Sahuagin. So they don't really see it as, it, it's kind of priceless to them. Um, but on land, you could get it for what you could get as uh, uh, platinum. And you also know that it could be uh, religious or magical qualities of rare metal, but this one does not have any of that. Or you don't sense any magical qualities from it, I should say. Okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, mm, I thought it was more special. Darn it! <laughs> I need a book to figure out more information. Now, what what, now, what kind of book? What kind of book? What kind of book do you need? Just like any book, or like a book that's a, a book without any writing in it, because this will write in the book itself all the information from the world's libraries about the topic that I'm researching. Uh. Oh. But it only, wow, that sucks. It only lasts for 36 seconds. So it's me <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like goggles of reading or something. So you could just like flip through like the entire thing and, and just know all the information from it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So Laka, you, you just. Disappear down into the bilges, uh, trying to see if you can find anything magical about this. But uh, I mean, it's something very rare, and you notice that only one Sawagan was wearing it as well, too. But where they got it from, who knows? Creatures of the deep, something else coming from them. Uh, as Lockhart, um, as Bennett is trying to make uh, bullets, Lockhart is uh, trying to figure out uh, about this necklace. Azara, what are you doing on this fine day, Azara? You have a whole oh. day. Um, <clears throat> Uh, the captain, the captain, as you know, right now as well too, is still asleep. He's not woken up yet. Um, if if I'm in here with Chainlin for a little bit, I would be looking at the charts, sea charts, seeing what else would sure. be useful to go to, where else we could be, we could venture off to. What sounds exciting from my memories uh -huh. of overhearing things on different ships. Uh, yeah, yeah. Give me a give me a knowledge local check. <clears throat> Not great. Six plus eleven, seventeen. Uh, seventeen. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know that uh, where you're actually heading to over to Tidewater Rock. Uh, you would. It, it's still. You guys are still quite a, a ways journey, at least a week's journey uh, to get back up to Port Carroll. Uh, there is the mainland uh, north of you. Uh, perhaps about uh, <clears throat> two days um, uh, sailing north. Um, but th there's tons of island chains around as well too. And you actually know that if you were to travel north east as well um uh if you travel northeast as well for a couple days you would actually make it to the shackles themselves 
um, where you guys have been at. You you have been in the island chains, but the shackles themselves is actually kind of like uh, the 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 pirate um, chain of islands uh, throughout the Fever Sea. Uh, but there is uh, one place in particular that you could get to. Tons of island chains. It's where you know a lot of other pirates reside at. Uh, Barnabas uh, Harrigan has been there multiple times before as well, too. And you yourself, Azara, have visited the Shackles as well, too. <clears throat> Outside of that, uh, heading uh, back over to the east, you could make your way uh, down to Rickety Squibs. But that also involves you know, going past Death Isle and past uh, all the islands with the uh, Harpies as well, too. Um, adventures that they have been on before which uh they did lose somebody in the process of that one um but it, it, there's tons of island chains as well and you've heard other stories that uh, also to the west may uh the west of um where are we going tidewater rock uh you heard tales that there is is a potential of another hidden treasure there as well too uh you've west? only heard tales that, uh yeah it is it's west maybe about three days journey west directly of Tidewater Rock. West of Tidewater. And what's the name of that isle? Uh, the name of that isle, um, they call it uh, the Blue Mountain. And do I know anything else about the Blue Mountain? Um, you know that it's called Blue Mount, uh, the Blue Mountain um, because of a, a spell years ago that had actually happened uh there was a, a battle that took place uh upon that um and it was it, it was actually it's a fairly tall mountain as well and the spell that was cast by this uh, this old wizard uh made it snow and very icy on top and once the snow and everything actually melted uh it actually stained the entire mountainside blue like ice like icy blue oh okay um Interesting. I'll look at the papers on the Blue Mountain, and um, I'll pocket it for now. The charts about the, or, or you know what? I'll take out my book and I'll like a ledger and just start writing down information of what you said. Um, and I'll look up to see how Chainland's doing in the quarters. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you know what? I will roll for that. Let's roll for Barrett Chainland. See how he does at cleaning. Hey, he's really good. That is a nineteen on the die. It looks Damn. good in here. Like everything looks looks spick and span. He's doing a, a pretty fantastic job. He actually runs out uh, and he brings you uh, some tea from Fish Guts. Um, uh, I'll, I'll say it's a an orange Rubius. 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 Can you say that orange Rubius? We'll say Rubius unless somebody watching the game knows how to pronounce it more correctly. If Nessie was here. She would tell us, but Nessie's not here tonight. Nessie's um, not here tonight as of right now. Totally. Lovely. Oh, well, thank you. Um, of course. I appreciate that. All right. So, um, thank you, Chainlin. Uh, you continue on. I'm going to see how the sale's doing, how the water looks, um, as you were. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, Lady Zara. And he continues uh, going about trying to just clean up the mess. Uh, and you actually see him. Um, uh, he he kind of goes over and tries to like fix like some of the uh, the torn hammocks that are up there you know just trying to put them on to make it look like a, a nicer wall before you guys can actually fashion it and you know fix uh the captain's quarters um right. as as our camera kind of pulls out from the captain's quarters uh we kind of shoot down the stairs onto the first level uh or of uh, the lower deck and we see aradia aradia you are with all of all of your all of the booty essentially uh, kind of going through all of your stuff what, what, what else are you attending to miss aradia 
Um, I'm going to look for after I've neatly placed all the like items into its own little corner, ready to be transported to be sold, hopefully for a good price at Tidewater Rock. I'm going to look for a blank piece of parchment and some ink. I'm going to pen a letter. Letter. Yeah, you can easily, I mean, you you have tons of uh, some ink and quills and pen and stuff. Um, pen in a letter. Do you want to, uh, are you going to tell us what uh, pen said letter says or got a secret for another time? Uh, no, I can say it. Um, this is hopefully she can get this um, <clears throat> sea mailed out uh, once she reaches port over at Tidewater Rock. But she's going to sit down, you know, gather her skirt and she's going to get comfy. Uh, so she's sitting crisscross applesauce and she's going to write to uh, Chainlin's mom back at Rickety Squib. Chainlin's mother. Okay. And she will say, uh, "Is Chainlin's his last name, right? Or is it's his uh, his name? His, yeah, it's his last name. His first name is Barrett. Barrett Chainlin. Barrett. Barrett Chainlin. Young Mr. I Barrett. will start. Um, Mrs. Chainlin, uh, Aradia from the Siren Song. I just thought that somebody should be responsible and let you know that your son has become a stowaway." on our ship i suppose the mundane life on rickety squib and the lack of respect you have for your son and his art drove him to leave home he has a great talent for learning quickly adapting on his feet and he has proven to be worthy to join the crew of siren's song i can guarantee you that he is safe and looked after and is a valued member of Now the Siren's Song. I hope you will take this time to reflect oh. on your <laughs> relationship with your son. And she's going to think out loud. She's going to think out loud. I don't even think that he's missing. But anyways, and she's going to go back to the letter. Uh, she says she will continue to write we are headed to tidewater rock if you wish to mail us well shoot i don't know how long we're gonna stay there she's gonna scratch it out <laughs> scribble 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 <clears throat> um if we make our way back to rickety squib in the future i will be sure to have uh barrett visit your home if you need to send word please relate anything you and any communication uh with captain pegsworthy signed a radia and that's um, that's all i'm gonna try to draw a little octopus on the letter i'm gonna roll octopus. it up and tuck it into my belt so chain as you're writing that radia <laughs> i was gonna say chain chainlin's mom is gonna be the bbeg you have told her where she's where we're going to be she was going to no, I us down I crossed it out. Um, I didn't write it. Write it. Yes, give me an intimidation <laughs> check, please. Okay. okay. God, I have zero. Oh, this is getting sent. On, this is getting dice. sent just like that Leonardo DiCaprio letter that Diana wrote. Mm, no. Natural 18. Nice. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it looks, <clears throat> it is some of the, some of the best penmanship that you've done. And when you reread that, you're like, 
man. On a ship, Mama too. gonna feel bad. On a ship with quill and ink <laughs> while you're moving She's across the like water. She's like this. Apparently, it's not very smooth for her. She doesn't have very I good sea legs right now. <laughs> As she's just swaying <laughs> back and forth trying to write this letter. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, perfect, Miss Miss Aradia. Uh, going through all of your gear and everything. Um, as as Aradia is 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 pinning this letter, uh, we work our way. Um, actually, uh, for Aradia, we actually went down two levels. Um, into the lower deck where she's at. We actually start moving our way back up to uh, the lower level, one floor up, uh, from where Aradia is, and one floor down from the main deck, and into his little alchemist lab, where we don't. It doesn't seem like we hear explosions happening, but we see our tiny little hobgoblin doing stuff. And Dustin, how are you wanting to uh, destroy and break my game this time? What are you going to do? <laughs> All right. So after having <clears throat> one little conversation with Lockhart, Eek rushes into the kitchens and just piles on whatever fish, uh, piles on a whole bunch of food, whatever Fish Guts has prepared onto a plate and like has like something like sticking out of his mouth. And it's like, Morning, fresh cats. Oh, hello, Mr. Eek. How, how are you? Oh, 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 I see that you're off uh, to do uh, whatever it is. That you, yep. All right. Have a good one. Oh. And fresh cats. You kind of like and we kind of face as he's good. We look over Eek's shoulder and like. Eek was like so into what he was doing. He actually took Fish Guts' bowl as he was trying to eat it and just starts eating. And Fish Guts is like, "I was, that was the last of the breakfast today." <laughs> Uh, I guess I'm gonna have to go and get a drink. As he disappears into his quarters, as he walks over to his uh, his little area, and so he goes over into his little alchemist lab, and or his table against the wall, and um, <laughs> he's he's like, okay, and he's kind of like eating while he's like putting on his gloves. He starts making up a quick potion. He's gonna make a um, crafter's potion. Which cool. gives him a plus five to crafting. Ooh. Just in case anyone one of those? else needs help with crafting. But, you know, he oh. just says that out loud. It's for no in particular purpose or reason. And Eek um, is going to put on the gloves, chug one of his alchemist's um, potions, put it down on the table. He's like, okay, let's do this. And he's going to proceed to start making. A whole bunch of stuff. Um, I'm going to be making uh, seven different things. Well, not seven different things. Three different things, um, but seven things in total. Um, the first thing I'm going to be making is something called Clear Ear. This one actually is going to be nice and easy. It doesn't require any roll whatsoever. But it's this green little gel. Um, and what it does... Um, it's actually costs 15 gold to make, so I'm going to be making three of them. And okay. um, mm. clear ear. I will give everyone a little description of with Eek just making this potion that he's slowly just boiling and boiling and breaking down. So it's more, it goes from, you know, this kind of liquid. It starts getting thicker and thicker and thicker and kind of like condenses this one kind of um, green looking um liquid into more of like a gel and um so with this gel you apply it and it takes effects two hours later it enhances senses and memory but um but increases irritability for six hours the user user gains 
a plus two alchemy bonus on perception and knowledge checks and a minus two penalty on all charisma saves so he's making up three different batches and he puts them into a, a little bag and like ties it up and he writes on it for bennett and he puts that off to the side after making some little pouches for bennett because bennett's perception is horrible and seeing how he doesn't use you know he doesn't really use his charisma very much so you know i think it'll help him um be a little bit more aware of his surroundings and then he just starts going back and he the next thing that he's starting to make is what looks like to be this little wrist cannon that he's able to strap onto his wrist um and what it really is is it's more of like a holster and it has like a leather case and um on the back of it is like this little hole where a string can go through and as he's making this one thing he's actually making something called um he's going to be making three what are called spider sacks this however you keep that away from me and well technically uh, it has nothing to do with spiders it's just Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I, to interrupt. No, I, I was I was gonna say yeah. As as you make your first gel and everything, that's very successful. It's very easy. Yes, for this one, I will need a craft alchemy check from you, please, sir. Excellent. As you're starting okay. to create this now, as he's making this roll, a, a spider sack. Just to kind of let you guys know, in easy enough terms, think of <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, think of yeah, Spider Man being able to shoot out like freaking web stuff out of his wrist. To be able to attach to shit like a grappling hook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what he's going for. Pretty much. So, I could use that it craft to help climb check. a craft alchemy check with yes. the gloves and my potion. Now remember those gloves, you can use it one you can use those gloves <laughs> one one time. Did you get a one or did you get a twenty? If you got a one, that'd be hysterical. Do you want to know what my total is? What's your total? Thirty-nine. 30 oh jesus oh my god 39 yeah, like, <clears throat> yeah so uh, the the crafter's gloves it can essentially like once per day it just gives him a bonus to craft something uh he's already taken this other bonus to give him all his pluses alchemists are insane guys um and he just happens to be one of those as well too okay. uh yeah you're able you're able to to craft your spider slingers that you can <laughs> that that will dub them so he can now fly and he can be Spider-Man as well, too. That's wow. I'm really just gonna have to blow Spider-y. him out of the sky one of these times. <laughs> um, and then your final thing that you're crafting as of right now, Eek. Um, the last thing go I'm ahead and... is something called um, troll styptic. Uh, st- styptic. Styptic. Like styptic powder. Styptic. Yeah, that's it. Septic. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, <clears throat> this one smells really bad. Oh, so it's um, septic. He's having to use different concoctions <laughs> to um, make up all of these different, um, to boil them down. Um, but it, oh, so let me bring it up. Um, but it's uh, it turns into this really dark, almost um, black looking um, liquid that's in like a small vial as he's mixing it all up. Now um, for this, this one's a, a little bit more difficult to be able to make. But this one, he's actually slowing down, 
taking some time. I'm only going to be making one of these. Good. So hopefully this one works. Yes. <clears throat> so basically Here what this go. one does while he's making his roll is a uh, troll styptic powder. Uh, essentially, he can apply it to a wound. It negates any bleeding effects. And it gives the person fast healing two for a total of two D4 rounds. But the problem is, is once it's applied, the person that he applies it to, they're going to have to make a fortitude save. And if they fail, they're actually sickened for the whole duration of this being oh. applied to them. So it's good, but it can have a little bit of suckiness to it as well, too. And Mr. Eek, what did you get for that? <clears throat> Here we go. Oh, we'll check. that is a 27. 27. Ooh, just just enough. Uh, that one's a little bit more difficult to do as Lockhart grows this horn beard uh, on his chin. Uh, yeah, so, so mm -hmm. Eek, like, you're being very cautious with this one as well, too, mixing all your chemicals and everything. And you now have at least one vial of this, uh, was it Ogre? No, not Ogre. Uh, troll. Ogre. Troll. Troll styptic grease stuff. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, as all of you are like basically crafting and figuring all this stuff uh, throughout the day, uh, the the lunch bell tolls, um, <clears throat> and uh, you find that uh, it's more fish stew. Uh, really, you guys didn't have a, a, have enough time to really get stuff from um, Isle of Murtok to kind of redo some of your food stocks. So it's mostly fish. Uh, that Fish Guts has been fishing out uh, for the whole day as such. Uh, but Azara, one thing that you notice is the captain is still passed out. <clears throat> still asleep. What's going on with him? <clears throat> I'm going to go into the chambers again. Yeah, yeah you go in there. Um, he still looks comfortable. And Pupil now is actually like curled up. You see like his, his little figure like underneath his beard hair, but you can kind of see his tail just kind of whipping back and forth. And you see just kind of like some of his beard here just moves. Like you notice that Pupil's like sitting there breathing underneath his beard. Pupil! Pupil! Is he awake? He pops out. Is he awake yet? He, just, he runs out and he, he kind of walks over to Captain's nose again and just pop, 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 pop. And his head just kind of drops a little bit. And then he kind of he kind of scampers back and forth and like pulls on like Shice's lip and everything. And then the captain's just not waking up. Okay, I'm gonna walk over and I go, can you give me some room? As he scampers up and he sits like on Shice's forehead and just kind of looks at you. All right, here we go. And I just go boo, 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 like this. And, yeah, and, and as you do, just a little bit of spittle kind of kind of like comes up and like hits you like in the like on the oh, face wait, a little bit. That... Sorry, <laughs> Captain. Like, he, uh, and as you're doing, he kind of like coughs a little bit and kind of turns his side, his head to the side, and just he, he doesn't wake up. I look at pupil. I'm like, well, he's alive. Um, I guess keep him company. There's nothing else we can do until he wakes up. And he, and he and he runs and people runs over and he like grabs your finger and he kind of like nibbles on it like doesn't bite it hard but he kind of like nibbles on it mm -hmm. and let's go yeah. and then he, he walks back over and curls back up in the captain's beard you watch your little your your, your friend your friend <laughs> oh, I was nice. like whoa okay all right <clears throat> I'm a, uh, I, I speak I, will... I speak in mouse, ladies and gentlemen. Just I letting you know. That. I'll turn around Very and walk out again. 
And then you walk back out. Yeah. Uh, so the rest of you guys go about, like, the rest of your day. Like, uh, everybody... Oh, actually, you know what? Here, here, here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see if anything happens today. Whoop! I dropped my dice. Nope! Nope. Nothing happens. The, uh, the, the wind stays at your back as the day actually continues on into nighttime. Um, is anybody going to be setting a watch or anything? It's now dark. You guys know that uh, by morning, if you sail oh. through the night, you set a couple watches and everything, you guys will make it to Tidewater Rock um, sometime in the morning. Yeah, I can stay up pretty much with my ring the entire night. It's me two hours, so. Anyone else want to stay All up right. with me for a bit? Um, All right, I fine. I'll just do it myself. First watch. I can do first watch with Azara. Perfect. Nah. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Teamwork. All right. Oh, team. Go, Sorry. Go get no, your just, just... rest. <laughs> Don't everyone else speak I'm... up at once? To save I was just a little frustrated with my, with my crafting stuff. It's like I'm a little frustrated. I just kind of want to rest up. Even though I... I I got it done. It could have been messed up. So, yeah. give me yeah. give me one more uh, crafting check for me, Bennett. See if you were able to at least get a uh, at least get some some shot made. One bullet. Well, I, hey, I wait, should. Bennett, Bennett, <laughs> did you did you say that you were having trouble with crafting stuff? Yes. Did he well, say that out I mean, loud? I mean, he's not next to you though. He like took his stuff. And he okay, like somewhere just else. checking. Just checking. All right. Okay. A five? I don't think I should really have to roll because I think in gunsmithing it says you can just take this amount of time to, to do it. I just, you I just roll five. You can, but it's your first time doing it. So. True enough. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a five. I seriously rolled. A, I, it was a three, a two, and I just rolled a one. So. Wow. Yeah. You should stop using yeah. that dice. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Bennett, just, you're you're, you're starting you're starting dice. to realize like you've been working on this like all day. Your brain is just like becoming mush, but you feel like you're you're kind of starting to get the hang of how this actually works. Making sure that you that you're putting all the materials together and everything. Perhaps if you try like the next day, it, it'll come to you a lot better. But at least as of now, today, unfortunately, it's not really a wash of a day. But you learned a lot. Learned just gonna, how not I'm gonna to throw do this it. out here for everybody. I. Did a warm up of some of my dice, and today's not looking like a good day. So, just gonna throw uh -oh. that out there. Uh oh. And I'm gonna hey, and I'm Corinne. gonna go to bed. Rin Rin Crossing hosting us. Thank you, Corinne. Hey, hi, Rin Rin. Excellent. Uh, so, ladies, you're taking for Bennett slash Brent. Do you did you just warm up one set of dice or like all that of was them? all of them, which is oh. five. <laughs> Oh, sorry, right. I asked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I asked. Okay. Now, were you thinking perception check as you <laughs> rolled them, Brent? I don't or think sense so. Sense motive. But I def. Okay. I was not thinking sense motive. I definitely. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, so, Tomorrow's ladies, gonna be if better. you. Yeah, yeah. You guys are taking the first watch. <clears throat> um, yeah. Um, as, as, like, oh, yes, Lockhart. Uh, I would say I can take the last watch, but it's like I have to take the last watch in watches because I have to prep my spells in the morning. No worries, no worries, no worries. 
Um, so essentially, you're probably going to bed. Bennett, going to bed as well too. Eek, are you heading to bed? Mm-hmm. I mean, you were able to crap. You spent your entire day crafting all this, all this crazy awesome. I've stuff. been all day making stuff, so Whoa! I might have even skipped lunch. Miss Magitek with a giant rain. What's up, Tracy, Tracy and friends? Hi, Tracy. Hey, Tracy and friends, hey. welcome hey. to. Voyage of the Siren Song, our yes. uh, Pathfinder 1E Skull and Shackles with some homebrew craziness thrown inside. Tracy, a member of our DAT fam, bringing in her yes. crazy fans as well, too. Welcome, everybody. We're just about to, everybody's about to go to bed, except for uh, of Zara and Aradia. So you're about to have some girl time, which is uh, which is going to be fun, fun times. Fun, fun times. As everybody, as the rest of the crew starts heading to bed, uh, the smell of uh, fish soup starts wafting away. Uh, fish cuts start putting everything away. All of you guys have been working hard, like trying to prep, get ready for this adventure to Tidewater Rock. You guys don't really know the lady of Tidewater Rock or what she's capable of or how this is going to go. Uh, the ladies decide to take uh, the first watch. Um, and as you do, as the sun starts to set, I need both of you really quick to give me perception checks. Can Jeez. I a little guidance myself? You can totally guidance yourself if you would you like to. You better guidance yourself because I rolled a one. I guidance yeah. myself. <laughs> that's a 12. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, perception 22. 22. As, uh, as are, I'm, I'm assuming that you actually take the wheel, uh, just kind of watching. Yeah. Um, Aradia, as as you're you're just kind of glancing more as well too, as ours just kind of making sure she's looking at the entirety of the ship, making sure everything looks fine. You're actually uh, looking off into the sunset. And as you do, a, a ship suddenly comes into view, sailing across the setting sun. The glaring red light behind it makes the details of the ship difficult to make out because it's it's pretty far away from you. But the lines of it suggest that it looks like it's a whaler, uh, and it's riding low in the water. And as you're looking, as the last light of day disappears below the horizon, the distant ship also drops from sight in the gloom of the twilight disappears from your view. Were we heading towards in the same direction as the whaler? Uh, yes, you guys are essentially heading westbound towards uh, Tidewater Rock. You notice this, like, farther in the distance than uh, you even noticed, than short stone, than you guys noticed that ship that you were trailing uh, the day before. But it, it just, it just kind of which... disappears. It, it, lo- it looks like it was, it was like heading south, but it looked super far away. It wasn't heading towards you. Looked like it was actually heading to the south, and then it just disappears from view. Did you see that ship, Azara? Hmm? Um, across the across the sun there. Oh, I'm sorry. I know you're trying to navigate it. Well, it's gone now. It's okay. Is it? Do we need to be worried? I mean, do I need to wake up Shortstone? What's going on here? Well, I don't think so. There, it looked like they were headed south. And it didn't look like it was headed toward us. It, it was on right. smoking like the last ship. So I think I think we're okay. But it's a nice reminder to know that we are not. Well, not a nice reminder, but just a reminder to know that we're not the only ones sailing on yeah. this in this world. We're not. Just uh, you keep your eyes out if you see that ship again. Yeah. Does it make you nervous sometimes when we see other ships on the sea? It makes me nervous. Some, sometimes you just don't know if they're, what their intentions are. So, yes, of course. 
Right. There I are just good every time out there. Aradia. I know. I know there are. It's just the way we came together to be a part of this crew, we had to go through and encounter Harrigan. That was that's something I would not want a repeat of. So I just whenever I see another ship on the horizon, I I get scared that they're going to come that's for right. us. That's all yeah. right to be scared. The, well, I look forward to finally, you know, being on land again, going to Tidewater Rock, um, to hopefully not be chased out. You know, we should really put... It was, it was Mikhail. You causing trouble at the tavern? You think so? Well, I think... he. I don't know. He looks like the type of... The, he, you know, party a little too much. He doesn't mean anything bad, but, you know, maybe it's too disturbing to the quiet little port that we were just at. I think, what if he was dancing on the table, making a ruckus? Maybe he didn't pay for his drink? I mean, we don't know. We must ask his friends what happened. Yeah, I mean, I think Donnelly is the one we can talk to. You know, we should familiarize ourselves with him now that he is our deck hand. So? Yes. Mm. Well, I the think, well I don't know. He looks like the type of. Oh, we got Major Echo. Um, Zara, I haven't seen the captain yes. all day. Um, have you? Did you peek your head in? Oh, I have several times. And as and as you actually ask that question, Captain, you open your eyes and you you see yourself staring up at the ceiling of your quarters. You kind of look around and it's and it's dark outside. Oh, it's it's fine. You just like like the the day the day passed you guys you guys fought the ship and everything. But then you hear a knocking at your door. Welcome Philip Rossi. We've missed you. Hello friends. Yay. You were knocking at your door, Captain. What do you do? Well, that's uh very weird. I will uh, go answer it. Uh, um, as as you open uh, the door, you look out and there's nobody there, but there's a lot of mist. There's like this fog that is over the deck of the ship, and it seems it seems eerily creepy. You don't hear anybody. You don't see anybody. You can see maybe about 15 feet out the door. It's fairly dark. You can kind of see almost through the mist a little bit. It seems like a candle. A little bit onto the deck. What do you do? Candle light on the deck? Yeah, like through through the mist, you can vaguely make out what looks like a candle. Um, I guess I'll walk towards the candle uh, um, as you do like the, the surrounding area it's maybe about 20 feet 20 30 feet in the, into the middle of the deck as you actually walk towards it the area around you actually just, just like clears up you can see like the bank of fog like encircling you but within about a, a 20 foot radius like right where you're at it's, it's very clear there's no mist like actually there and the candle itself as you actually get closer it starts to go from an orangey color it starts to kind of fade over into like a, a, a bluish green 
color as you get closer. And it kind of casts this ghastly, almost look on you and the rest of the ship. Huh. I guess I'll I'll approach it. Can I tell it's just a candle on the deck? No, it's it's just a candle. It's sitting in like one of those little one of those little swifty holders that a candle sits in. Okay. It's just, and it's just kind of sitting there, like on the deck. You like you guys like that swifty holder? Candle yeah. holder. Yeah, swifty. <laughs> I got it. I'm with you. Swifty candle holder. <laughs> um can I Detect magic on this candle holder? Does it look like a, I mean, it can't be a normal flame. Uh, no, you detect magic, and you're you're getting a lot of magic coming off of this candle. Like, it's no very else. difficult to like pinpoint. No, you you kind of look around, even in the space that you're at, you don't see anybody else around you. Um, I'm gonna come closer to the candle and and take a really careful look. Now that I know it's magic, I'll see if I can identify what this thing is. I mean, you get closer to it. It it, it seems just like a regular candle. It's just it's emanating this. I mean, it's emanating. Obviously, it's emanating light. This really weird looking light. But again, the mist around you with the candlelight, everything is clear directly around you. But about twenty five feet out, then you see like the bank of mist all around you. And then it's hard to see through that, but it looks like a regular candle sitting on the deck of the ship in its little swoopty holder. Hmm. I will uh, reach forward and uh, touch the swoopty holder. <laughs> you grab the swoopty holder. Yeah, you can, you actually grab it, and it's and it's very cold to the touch. It's almost like you know if you've ever just grabbed a hunk of ice and just held on to it. Like there, your, your hand, your finger just feels really cold. As you hold on to it, it's a very, it's very, and it, and eat, and and that chill kind of like starts working its way up your arm. Like you can still move your arm and everything, but it, you just feel like you're getting cold. Hmm. I will sort of hold it up and see if I can look around the ship. Yeah, you look around. Uh, everything looks like it's in place. Like nothing's been moved. Just you don't. You don't see anybody. You hear like the the sails flapping in the wind. But even as you kind of like look up, like even the mist is kind of obscuring your view uh, from the sails itself. But you can hear them. You hear the wind blowing. You don't hear anybody else. You don't see anybody else. Oh man. Huh. I will go up to uh, the helm, I guess. Helm. Um, as you do, Captain, um, I need you really quick to give me a reflex save. Uh-oh. Uh, 23. 23, yeah. As you, like, go to step up, uh, the steps, uh, you actually hear, like, a little bit of a crack as you go to take a step, and you see, like, you kind of look down and move your foot, and, then, like, this massive, like, splinter is, like, like, sticking up out of the wood, and and you look down, you realize you didn't put your slippers on. You almost had a massive splinter go through your, your barefoot right now. Totally fine. Totally safe. Totally safe. You're fine. You're fine. You're okay. You're okay. Make your way up the stairs. And you notice that, that there's nobody actually guiding the ship, but you see the wheel itself is is moving and rotating. It spins porch. It spins starboard. Evens itself out. 
it's almost like somebody's holding on to it or it's going by itself. There's nobody up there with you. Weird. I'm going to go forward and grab a hold of the helm and see if I can tell if it's just a loose tiller being moved by the ocean or if there's something actually touching it. Sure. As as you you grab onto it, like th this like flash happens like in front of your eyes, and like you hear everything around you, but everything goes black. The candle is out, and as soon as the candle goes out, everything is in pitch black. There's no moonlight or anything. Everything is quiet. You can feel like the ship underneath you. You can feel yourself holding on to the wheel, and you're holding the swoopy holder of the candle. There's just darkness and. Then almost off in the distance a little bit, you hear this crack of thunder. <sighs> I'm going to scan the horizon and see if I can see lightning. Yeah, you, you look out and, and you, you actually kind of figure out what direction. It's coming from the port side. You, and you look out and then just very vaguely you see this, this lightning bolt in the distance shoot down from the sky and hit the water. And everything just kind of comes into view for a second you see like the water uh over the side of the ship you see another one happen it's just happening far off in the distance as you're still kind of glancing around you look back down at the candle and very slowly the wick it starts to light back up into that really crazy bluish green turquoisey color and as you're staring at it it's it's almost like you, you you're now almost like hypnotized by it you, you you don't want to look away from it you just feel like you've been just sitting at sitting there forever and then as you're looking at it this this almost like face kind of comes into view just just this outline of this face in the and candle. as it start in the in the candle itself in the flame, you you see you see just like like these cheekbones, and almost this nose structure, and, and and as soon as you almost see the face come into view, the candle goes out and you open your eyes and you're looking up at the the top of the captain's quarters. Dark yeah. outside. Uh, uh, but you hear actually some walking. Like above you this time. Hmm. I will put on my slippers this time. And putting on your uh, slippers. Forgot to do it in your dream. For sure. For sure. Uh, I'll pick up a pupil from wherever he's sitting, and you know, put him on my shoulder and say, "Come, pupil. It's perhaps time for some fresh air. Strange dreams. Strange dreams." Well, you act. You actually do that, and like when you actually sit up, like pupil, he was actually asleep in your beard. He like pops up and like runs up to you and just like grabs your nose, and then he he starts like playing with your beard and everything, and then he reaches down and like starts like nibbling on your lip, and he just reaches oh. up and just like starts rubbing himself like all over your cheek, and then he, he like digs back down into your beard and everything, and he starts like hopping up and down and like runs back up, and then his tail, it's kind of like a dog, like he's just so excited though, but his little tail kind of turns around just like. Whap, 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 whap hitting you with like his long tail and just reaches over again and, just, and starts nibbling on you and he's just so excited like like, like it's almost like he, he didn't he, he's been waiting for you to wake up i was asleep for what three hours pupils settle down <laughs> it's still dark outside mm -hmm. 
and and then and then he he kind of grabs your beard hair a little bit and he hops down on the ground and starts running towards the front door and he kind of looks at you and starts hopping up and down hopping up and down hopping up and down okay well i'll i'll go out onto the deck and probably uh yeah. up to the helm see what's going on yeah yeah as as you do you start making your way out uh azar and Arady, as you're both talking you hear the captain's door open down below uh, and you hear some footsteps, but then you kind of you kind of go to glance over, and over on the stairs you see this little furry thing shoo, 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 making its way up, and pupil like scurries across and right up your leg is are, and he's just sitting there, and he like grabs onto your 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 boot and just kind of start pulling on it. Oh, 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 right, right. Let, let's go. Go. There must be something wrong with the captain. Let's go. Well, as you both uh, like kind of start to leave the helm, someone steer the notice, ship still. You, you okay. actually notice the captain starts making his way up the stairs to you. Captain, are you all right? Evening. You 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 okay? Well, I've been asleep for what three hours. Um, I'm fine. I'm not that old. I keep having to say I'm I'm not that old. Captain, you've been asleep all day. Hmm. All day. <laughs> not old all age. Day. Old day. Perhaps that was uncalled for. That's very strange. I did have an odd dream, uh, and my nose hurts, <coughs> and my face. Uh, uh, I feel oh, like someone uh, was punching me at some point. Um, a combination of pupil and I, perhaps, to try to wake you up. I apologize. I can always heal you up if you need it. Well, um, okay. Uh, is uh, something has uh, happened in some way? No, you've just been asleep for so long. I just wasn't sure what's wrong, but it seems like everyone has a turn taking this long rested sleep that doesn't wake up for hours and hours. Yes, well, perhaps uh, it's bare study. Perhaps what? But uh, everything is fine on your watch? Yes, I mean, Aradia did see a ship, but it doesn't seem to be a threat. It seems to be a whaler, Captain, and headed south as we're headed east, uh, west. So I think we're going to be all right. Ah, well, very well. I do not mean to uh, you, disturb your you boss. I just thought I would get some air. Did you need some tea or anything? Can we help you with anything? Uh, well, I have uh, some things to do. I don't normally get this quiet time, so I guess I feel... Uh, do them. Uh, All right. Yes. Uh, well, what do you, you like to do during your downtime, Captain? Study. We don't read. really have time. We don't usually talk about this. Oh. Yes. Uh, work on spell work, uh, inscriptions, of course. Sometimes I just sit and sink to myself. If you ever need help with script, wow, tongue tied, scriptions, um, I could always help scribing scrolls for you. If your hands are I did not know that you had a skill in that department. Oh, yes. Um, I don't announce it to the world, but if you ever do need the help, I can help you. Yes, it's very kind of you, Sarah. Did you need anything? Did you need some something to drink, a tea, before you... Head over back. Oh, I think. You know what? 
I'll let everyone sleep. I think this once I can go without the fever. You have a good uh, chat. I'll see you in the morning. All right. Good night, Captain. Good night. Captain, as you head downstairs, uh, back into your captain's quarters and close the door, uh, you're alone. You're awake. You feel super rested, Captain. I mean, you, you did just sleep for an entire day. And it wasn't even in a hammock either. It was actually in your bed. Uh, but yeah, you sit down, Captain, and you start uh, looking over um, your scrolls. And you actually look around your room, and it it's very clean. Like, it's incredibly clean. Like, somebody spent the day cleaning this place up. It looks immaculate. Your your slippers are all placed nicely at the foot of your bed. Uh, the, um, oh my God, I, I keep wanting to say cots or bunk beds as well, too. Uh, the, uh, holy crap, the sleepy things. Wendy was having a hard hammocks. time saying it earlier. The hammock. <laughs> hammock. <laughs> uh, it looks like uh, the hammocks that are currently covering up the, the holes in the wall are like, are put up there nicely as well too and it feels it feels very homey and, and clean right now like there's really no big breeze coming through here right now captain uh but it it feels good it feels yeah. really nice to be in here and finally get some work done this is good huh? i will huh? uh, sit as... down go ahead sure 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 and when you start to what what are you what are you striving, Captain? What uh what are you writing on this eve as 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 we, we get ready to close out for our for our mid show break? I wanna I wanna know what you're what you're copying down, what you're writing down in your books. I uh pull out my very old spell book and flip to the back where there are still fresh pages. And then uh from one of the drawers in my desk I pull out uh what is actually a a whalebone that has inscribed arcane writings on it. Uh, and it is a scroll we found uh, some time ago. And uh, I know a few of the, the spells on there. I have the power to cast, but I don't know them yet. So I will begin meticulously uh, looking at the whalebone and copying down the spells into my book. And as Captain, we start to start closing this out, and as you're copying down spells, why don't you go ahead and give us a couple Captain's Logs, sir? As it kind of starts playing oh. over in your head. Um, I think for our, our, our crew of, of the Dat fam, I, I forget, did we leave off at day three? I think we did like three days for them. You know what, let, let's, just, let's pop to day number four of, you, of the Captain's okay. Log. Day four. All right, let's do uh, let's do let's do three days as we as we get ready to close out for our break. Everybody, sure. sit back and enjoy the dulcet tones of Captain Scheiss Heisenberg's voice of his captain's journal. <laughs> day four, assigned to clear the build of a mystery creature. When we entered the build, uh, we were beset upon by rats the size of cats and I was horribly bitten multiple times before killing my rodent attacker. A stranger, a tiefling, huge and blood-red, was spotted on the open sea, and my companions rescued him, braving the sea and the fauna therein. He participated in a fight with Owlbear, which I adjudicated. I hope to get my sins back tomorrow. Day 5. As a rat catcher, I have recovered my dearest familiar, Pupil. And due to Bennett's charismatic envoys, I've secured my dearest friend's items. Day six. A storm has been sighted on the horizon, and I am desirous to survey it from the mast top. But sadly, my overseers, captors, I should say, 
have tasked me with repairs near the onboard kitchen, which is nautically termed a galley. I spoke to Azara about perhaps using her position to change our fortunes, since she is the one who is the closest to the officer's victuals. I have also covertly spoken with Eek, who does not possess the required agents to attempt our caper. I have, however, lent my traveling spellbook to Eek for his machinations. A meeting of the mines has brought a plan to overthrow our captors to be carried out during the storm tomorrow night. Actually, once the, the bell tolls, actually, I need a, a will save from everybody, except for Lockhart. Lockhart was taking the final shift. Um, but just to see if everybody else... Captain, you don't have to roll either, because you stayed up all night. Uh, you're actually fine. Health is good. Spells are good. 18. 18? Now we get the 18. Yeah, of course. Eek, Aradia, Nazara, what you get? Natural 20, okay. Excellent. Eek and Aradia? 11. Eek and 11. And 19 for Aradia. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, all of you guys wake up. Uh, you guys kind of glance over it. Eek kind of has like one foot hanging like off the side, uh, like of his hammock and everything. And you kind of walk by and you kind of just catch like sweaty, smelly feet. I mean, I don't even know when the last time was that you guys actually took a bath or cleaned yourselves. So that's that's all up to you. That's all your character development. But yeah, you got some foot funk mm -hmm. going on a little bit. But you know, you guys notice that Eek is still asleep. <laughs> I'm gonna look at Aradia. Shall we? One more time. Mm. I will. Bennett, you're at. With... Bennett, you're actually like sitting there, and you see the ladies like walk over to Eek's uh, his hammock. I'm gonna help. <laughs> <laughs> now, no prehensile hair this time. Well, you, you don't need to. Well, you might. You might need. To, well, I mean, he's not that much higher, but you're gonna have to reach on your tippy toes. You're not super short, Aradia. But uh, you do have to reach up a little bit, whereas Bennett and Azara, you both got the strength. You guys just flip them over, and Eek just, <clears throat> Eek, give me another will save really quick as you fall face first into the empty hammock below you. Empty hammock below you. Okay. Empty hammock below you, because you sleep above oh, Lockhart, shit. and Lockhart oh. was taking the last ship of the night. Uh, not much better. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. That's a, it's a, it's a, that's actually worse. Nine. Yeah. Nine. <laughs> you, guys, you guys see Eek and he just goes boom. And actually, as he's like falling, he like kind of turns with his blanket. And as he falls, he kind of flips and lands on his back in Lockhart's hammock and looks incredibly comfortable. Huh? Doesn't wake up. You ever see that? That's that one where the dog goes into its kennel but grabs the um, blanket and, and pulls the blanket in and kind of just falls up. <laughs> Covers itself up. Kind of, yeah, that's exactly kind of what he did. Just kind of curls up with it. He can still sleep, laying, laying inside now Lockhart's hammock. Bennett's just going to like well? stare at that, just shake his head. Okay, that was, that was impressive. I'm going to walk off. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty impressive. I guess the powers let uh, that be probably wants him to sleep in a little bit longer. I'm gonna go get some breakfast. Yeah. Zara, Me you gonna too. continue trying to flip, or are you going? Oh, breakfast as well. Perfect. No, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys, uh, uh, you wake up to to like the smell of. Uh... Oh, let me actually see. Fish guts, how you doing today? Uh, you you guys are catching this nice wafting smell of like uh boiled eggs and mm. pork 
and also some rum in the air as well too as you guys kind of go to get your breakfast you see fish guts kind of like stir and he's just like gradually pouring like rum into uh like the boiled pork and everything oh come on everybody hello um hey. I, I had a great night last night uh daniel is fantastic i have been drinking a little bit but you're all gonna love this uh it's boiled rum pork pork boiled but i don't I don't remember what it was. There's things I tossed inside. And look, an egg. I have an egg, too. And he puts, like, a whole egg in his mouth and just, like, chomps down on it. Like, shell and all. And, like, the shell's just falling oh, out of his mouth. No. Oh. Oh, but it tastes really good. It tastes really, really good. Um, I rolled a 16. I bet it tastes better so... without the shell. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? You're right. And he reached out and he just, like, pulling, like, shell out of his mouth the egg itself is cooked and everything but then there's just like saliva attached to it as well he's like no no, no go ahead eat up eat up eat up eat up oh because everybody's Thank getting their breakfast uh, welcome uh, welcome arcadia it's a that's fine I'm, i i don't know it's it's the other way but i i called you that name this morning this moment, I call it this moment. As he just kind of like struggling, he like kind of starts dancing. I'm going to look gonna at what, the, what hopefully looks like the thing that he made first. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go for that. So hopefully he wasn't as drunk whenever he made that. Well, I mean, you guys do know that like even when he's drunk, his food tastes really good. He's just, he's just a lot okay. drunker today. Yeah, I mean it tastes keep, great. Keep an eye out yeah. for eggshells. Eggshell, yeah, yeah. You you notice like Matt Bennett, you grab you grab some stuff and, and you notice an eggshell. That's actually Diana's favorite, right next to oh, Olives as well no. too. She loves eggshell. No. <laughs> um, uh, Lockhart, Lockhart, you're standing up on the up on the deck of the ship sailing. Uh, give me a professional sailor check, please. Super easy. Wind's still at your back. It was a your third shift. Went without a hitch. Didn't see anything. Uh, 19. 19, yeah. Butamus, butamus day. Uh, Captain, you've been down your quarters butamus? just kind of thinking to yourself and copying spells as well, too. Uh, Bear uh, walks in. Uh, good morning, Captain. I'm glad that I'm glad that you, you're you awake and, and, you, and you feel all right. You were sleeping all day. Captain, are you okay? And he, like, runs up to you. He's like, oh, are you all right, Captain? Did you sleep at all last night? And he, he's just, like, muttering on, and he's, he's just, like, very flustered. I just want to make sure that you're all right, Captain, and, and you're okay. Would you like your tea? Or do you want me to go get you breakfast as well, too? Mr. Chainman. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, Captain. Please calm yourself. It's very early in the morning to be so loud and so chattery, okay? okay? My, my, my apologies, Captain. Yes, some tea would be good. Also, Mr. Chainman, have you given any uh, thought, uh, apart from stowing away on a vessel of ill repute and one that does not have a place for small children, uh, as to what your future might hold. Um, not that much, Captain. I'm, I mean, uh, watching all of you, I'm, I don't, I mean, I'm not big enough to be, like, strong, like, like Bennett or Zara or Mr. Lockhart, and I can't make my hair grow like Mr. Radia, and I, I don't think I'm, I'm quite on the level of Mr. E. Um, and, and the brothers, they, they flip around all the time, and they're, they're constantly up in the, in the mass, and, and die and kitty and everyone else has their jobs and i i always i'm always very interested in watching you though and one thing that, that you do do is and and i'm sorry <laughs> captain but i i kind of looked in in yes i do do um i look <laughs> while you were asleep captain i 
I looked at your spell book. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Captain. I was, I was just very curious. Uh, and, and I was looking looking over your spells and everything. I thought it was very interesting. And and, and, and I do woodworking and everything. But I, I, don't, I don't know how that can really be helpful as a, as a pirate. But I, and, and I know that Mr. Lockhart casts spells and Aradia sings and, and Eat can make, make potions and Aradia can do, do magic. And Mr. Bennett is... Well, he's strong. I don't think he really needs magic to be strong because he's already strong enough. But I was very interested in, in, in I guess, magic, Captain. And, and may, maybe since everybody else can, and maybe I could start learning too. Well, that is uh, very interesting. It just so happens that I, uh, I have some facility with tutoring uh, uh, young children in the bays of the arcane. Uh, it's something to, to to consider, though. It is not a easy pass or uh, a quick one. Uh, perhaps it, it is better if you stick to playing with your wood. I don't know. Uh, that is a choice you have to make for yourself. Uh, uh, well, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I can still do that, but I, I'm willing to learn, Captain. I, I think I do really good. I, I cleaned up your room, and I, I run messages, and I get you tea, and I'd be more than willing to learn. And, and if that's going to help me, if magic's going to help me, I, I would love to learn some magic, Captain. If, you, if you'd be uh, able to teach me. I mean, you're very okay. old, um, older and wise than anyone else on the ship. Mm. I, I know you, you said you're 76, 75. Sorry, Captain. I'm 73, Mr. Chamberlain. 73, <laughs> sorry, Captain. 70, 73. Three, That's right. 73, yes. yes. We will start uh, this evening. But the most important thing that I wish you to know is that you have one mouse and two ears, so let's use your ears twice as much as we use your mouse, okay? So you put more listening, less talking. That's right. Good. And he just kind of leans in at you a little bit. Tea, Mr. Chamberlain. Tea. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yes, Captain. Yes, Captain. Sorry. Uh, Lockhart, as you're standing up sailing, you see uh, Barrett run out of the captain's quarters. Scurries down the steps. Oof. You see, like, the brothers start making their way up. Everybody's just kind of going about their business, moving stuff around, making sure that the sails and everything. You see uh, Shortstone crawl up into the crow's nest. Um, Worried about their business. Uh, everybody, uh, ladies and Bennett, you guys are having some breakfast. Eek! Uh, give me another will save, if you will, please, Eek. You might be muted, Eek. I'm not okay, sure. there we go, there we go. Okay, you're not muted. Uh, let's use this one. This is going to be my wake-up roll. No, it's not. <laughs> um, that is a 10. 10. Um, after breakfast, Azara, Radia, and Bennett, you guys, like, start walking by, and Ika's still just, like, laying there, like, in bed, still asleep. Super comfortable. Flip again? <laughs> yeah, maybe he landed too comfortably the first time. I'll put my hands on one side of the hammock. Bennett? This time I'm gonna, st I'm gonna stand up against the wall and just, like, finish, like, I'm, like, picking my teeth from whatever I was eating from breakfast and just, i'm just gonna watch this time well, ladies okay. uh ladies three. yeah one on three two, guidance one, one, two, three. Three. <laughs> wait one two three uh, guidance. You, you you like go to do that and like azar goes to flip and then he just kind of like sways in the hammock a little bit because a raid is like ah guidance uh, eat, give me a will save really quick 
Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they don't win the sleep. The worst one yet. All right, oh, perfect. Yes, and eight. all right. Guidance as he's swinging, you guys grab him and you flip, and 21. boom! Eek, get, eek, give me one more will save. It's gonna be a lot easier. They've been trying <laughs> on you. Okay, let's try this one. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. Five, six, seven. A seven. How uh, does it feel? Yeah. <laughs> so you you <laughs> see, he, he like just goes and just, and just like lands like on his side, and he's just <laughs> snoring away. He's just laying on, and but he's still wrapped up in his blankie. Oh, uh, we've tried. Maybe if we maybe if we take away the blanket, it's too comfortable. I'm gonna oh, try okay. to yank the blanket out of his grasp out of his grasp Eek, you had such a, a firm grip on that guidance. blanket i need a <laughs> guidance on the radio <laughs> guidance to pull the blanket oh, myself. Uh, yeah you pull the blanket and eek like you don't even need a roll on this one because you had just this firm grip you were like nestled like a little nesting doll with this blanket wrapped around you and just, as it pulls it kind of like sits you up and you like wake up as you're like being pulled upwards and you're looking like <laughs> at Azara and Aradia as they're like holding your blankie. You just kind of look at them, look up. You realize you're sitting on the ground. You just look at their faces. Wakey, wakey. Awake. How long have I been asleep? Uh, Too forever. Long? It's been a day. I think you missed I, breakfast. Just like the captain? Have I been a, but I was having such nice dreams. Well, no, I um, was. Yes. Am I good? Oh my goodness! I, we, there's got to be something going around or something. Maybe it's maybe it's the food that fish guts makes us. Maybe it's um um. We should get to the bottom of this. There's a conspiracy yes. here. I know it. Mm -hmm. I think you're just it. exhausting yourself with these theories. Ah, but, 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 but sometimes you find out that they're right. So I think I gotta. We gotta find out what's going on here and what is making everyone fall. Because it happened to Lockhart, it happened to the captain, and now it's gonna happen. Now it happened to me. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, there has to be something, some kind of dark magic going on around here that makes us sleep. Uh, you let me know how that turns out, and I'm gonna go up to the upper deck to Lockhart. Uh and Eek, you, you just smell from the galley eggs and boiled meat, the breakfast. Ooh, bacon! I didn't say bacon! Where'd you get bacon from? You don't get no bacon today. <laughs> Bacon's gone. I think, I think. Oh, all the bacon's gone. Well, and, and yeah, fish cuts. Fish cuts. Well, yeah, yeah, Mr. Eek. What does she want? What's for breakfast, my good sir? Uh, eggs with some shells on them and boiled meat. I'll take the boiled meat. Okie dokie. He hands you a plate of just like all this boiled meat on it. Looks delicious. Absolutely yummy. Um, uh, Lockhart, you see Barrett running back. And actually, Eek, as you're sitting there, you see uh, Barrett run over and like, as you as you see, like as actually those of you that are that are coming down, Barrett, you or Barrett, uh, Bennett, you see uh, Barrett run down the stairs, passes Radia and the Zara, passes Eek, and it's almost like clockwork. You see Eek as you're eating the meat, 
Like you, you look back, you see Barrett, and you look back at Fish Guts, and Fish Guts already has like Captain's tray, like holding for him. Barrett grabs it, runs back upstairs. Um, as all this commotion and people getting ready for the day, Lockhart up on the deck, you hear something in the distance. You hear this like. And then you hear the squeak of your chair as you what leave the door. <laughs> what haunted door is this? Mm -hmm. I told you there's some dark magic going on here. Uh, and you, you hear the sound, and everybody just kind of stops for a minute. And they, they, they kind of look, because really the only officer on deck right now, everybody kind of looks over to you, Lockhart. Uh, nobody else has quite made it up the stairs just yet. Um, and Short, Shortstone kind of uh... looks down. He got eight. Mr. Locker, I don't see, I don't see anything, but you, you, we all heard that, right? Yeah, keep your eye on everyone at battle stations. He says, oh, he boy. says battle stations as a, as uh, Bennett, you're walking up the stairs and, and Barrett comes running in the room. Captain, he goes, Captain, there was, there, there was a noise outside and, and Mr. Locker just said, everybody battle stations. Well. It's not disappointing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I will uh, stride up up onto the deck, uh, you know, grabbing my staff uh, and with my tea, and uh, walk swiftly up to uh, Lockhart. Lockhart, who has his hand raised? Yes, Lockhart. Uh, can I do a perception check of where I might have heard that? Is it a foggy day? Like, what is our? No, it's view? not foggy. Is it's it a, clear. It's, it's a it, it's a clear day. I mean, you hear the sound. I mean, it sounds distant, but because it's yeah, like like the the water's fairly calm, but there's a nice breeze. It's blowing you in the direction you want to go. But you, uh, yeah, give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen. Uh, yeah, you actually you actually can tell like it, it's almost it feels very faint because as you kind of listen, it, it's actually coming against the wind. It's coming from the direction uh, that you were heading. Um, and and after oh. a few minutes, like everybody starts scrambling, and Bennett, you make it up onto the deck, and everybody's just like running around like crazy. It looks like everybody's getting ready for battle. Uh, what do you do, Bennett? Uh, I'm gonna look around a little bit more. Get a eat on Lockhart and kind of head to him. I'm gonna pull out, uh, pull out just one dagger. And I'm gonna attack him with it. No, I'm not gonna do that. Attack him. <laughs> Give me an attack roll. He doesn't have his chain. He doesn't have his chainmail crop top, so you might be able to. Hit he he doesn't. Yeah, I should be able to hit him. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna it's like gonna walk up. Just what's what's the what's the commotion about? What's what are we looking well, at? Well. Oh, I'm gonna look like around. What do I see? Okay. Yes. No. Um. Okay, Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. You can't even roll. Bennett. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh. Now, Bennett. Um. We all heard horns on on the top deck, and uh, at least knowing from my ship, those are raiding horns. So I just want everyone to be prepared. Okay. I'm gonna yeah, like. All right, I'm going to look around. I'm going to go down to the side of the ship and kind of keep my eyes out. 
Captain's at it's at, at that time you're making your way out and making up top. Uh, you see Bennett and Lockhart talking. Uh, ladies and you can assume you guys are heading up. You guys hear like the commotion. Everybody's like, it looks like everybody's getting ready to fight. Like, okay. uh, Owlbear is going over, loading the ballista. You see the brothers are like, they're pulling out their weapons. They're like running up into the mess and everything. And it seems like everybody's ready for something to go down. Uh, what? What's going on? Mr. Raven, report. Is it that whaler? Um, we, uh, I believe we heard battle horns coming in the direction that we're heading currently. I would like everyone to be prepared instead of being jumped when we potentially come across a ship. All right. Uh, where do you, Here. where do you want all of us, the rest of us, Captain? It's our radio. Yeah. Me and huh. radio. <laughs> uh, in your battle stations. Miss, I suppose. Lady Azara, Lady Azara, you hear yes. shouting from above. Lady Azara, you yes. should probably come up yes. here and, and, and look at this. All right. And I start climbing up. Climbing. I will follow. I don't need a time check. You guys have been on the ship right. enough times. You're totally fine. Was, you get up there. The um, Someone has a telescope, right? I do. Uh, I yeah, the, the one nice telescope you guys had put it on the, uh, oh, yeah. on the thing. Um, and a radio, as, as you climb up there, you, you look into the distance, you don't see a ship, but what you see far in the distance, you see what looks like a tower looks it, it, as you're glancing at it, it looks like it's rising from a solid block of sea at the edge of an Island. Um, we, uh, you see this pounding surf rolls around its base and partially like covers up um like, like like the sides of this island as it's kind of crushing to and fro um as you start glancing a little bit more because you're actually give me a perception check let me see how much you can actually see in this distance aradia or azara because you said aradia azara i meant azara uh 11 plus 11 22. 22 yeah you can you can make out what looks like uh this island far off in the distance um, and, and it looks just like all the, the, the shale beaches uh, as well with this tower. It looks like maybe about a 70, 80 foot tower from this distance. Uh, you kind of glance around. You don't see any other ships, but probably safe to say that this, this is probably your destination. And as you're standing up there, you hear the kind of coming across the water straight towards your ship. And from what you can tell, Sounds like it's coming from that island and that tower. Um, there's the tower is creating some sort of alarm towards the sh our ship, Captain. Oh, it's it's Wait. it's a tower, not a ship at all. Oh, that, that, that might be a warning that there's like reefs or something. We don't want to like crash our ship. Maybe we should stop. Okay, perhaps we should maneuver somewhere differently, maybe to the south or to the north. All right, uh, Chef Crew, I believe he has been here before. Uh, uh yes, Captain. Um, hey, what's, what's going on, Captain? Oh, is there a dangerous approach to this island? Is he, This man is drunk. He's drunk. <laughs> Let oh, me no, try! No, no, no. <laughs> Captain, we were, we were going to tie water up, right? Do we? Do you see? Uh, do you see a big tower, Captain? Yes. The, 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 I, the I think so. Itself, tie, okay, that is the tower of Tidewater Rock. 
is that what the big is that what the big noise was that's uh, that's what we're saying is it a warning of some kind um as much as i might know it might it might be a warning to to approach approach carefully um i think captain as long as we don't look like we want to fight them or go into battle with them i think we'll be okay so nobody should have the weapons nobody should be manning the melista and we don't want to look like we're a threat and oh, and oh, it's probably exactly. good if 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 we if we have somebody waving them down to let them know that we're okay. Uh, thank you, Boy, Chef. Egg on my f- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Captain. Or if, if that, you can tell, my face is red. Uh, your face is always <laughs> red. Uh, Mr. Raven, and I do not believe that we have had eggs on the ship for some time, so I would not hold your hopes out. Uh, let's stand down from battle stations, everyone. Uh, uh, look smart. Perhaps uh, brush up uh, your smart. outfits. Um, else is that? Um, uh, Mr. Eek. Yes, yeah. What is the range on your flight? Um... Uh, they can they can last about six minutes at um for about then they have to recharge for about a day. Um, uh, uh, I, I can go about sixty feet every six seconds or so. You could go uh, six hundred feet a minute. So about so that's about six hundred feet a minute. So this is uh, too far to herald our, our arrival. I I expect. I don't know. I'm going to look and see how far it is. You can't see it from where you're at. Azara can see it. I mean, it's pretty far away. But I mean, with her perception and everything, she could she could make out some of the details and stuff. Uh, I mean, it, it's going to take maybe about an hour to get up to it. That's far. Maybe okay. not even that far, because you guys also notice that the wind is, again, behind your back and really pushing you, so you might actually make it in less time. Well, uh, in that case, let's just look smartly now. Let's stand down, put away weapons, perhaps unload the ballista. Uh, lock up. Okay, gotcha. Put on a shirt or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't want him to accidentally poke someone's eyes out. <laughs> I get it, because of his nipples. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was a joke, Captain. Since he's mm-hmm. tall. Lockhart, like... You see Lockhart slowly cover his nipples, and he's like, all right, I have a, mm-hmm. I have my good shirt. Okay. As, yeah, as everybody stands down. Flag? Sorry. Uh, no, 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 go ahead. I believe uh, uh, Radio was working on a flag. Uh, yes, Captain. It's just, uh, well, we, it's kind of a mock-up. And uh, if we like the final color, then I can get one maybe... A better one, a larger one made while we're at port. But we can put the temporary one up. Yes, that sounds like I'm a just... smart idea. Didn't so Fishcut say he... something about waving a flag? Yes, I believe uh-huh. that. Uh, that, oh, that was me. Sorry, ladies. Sorry. Yes, Fishcut said something about waving a flag. I said it. I said it. Long Fishcuts. I said that. What color yeah, flag do you want? I don't know what color flag do we have. I don't make flags. I make yummy breakfasts and lunches. Well, what's a, what's a friendly color 
to fly. I don't know. What color color flag have you been working on? Mm. Like a burgundy? Sure, as long as we don't shoot them, maybe they won't think we're trying to murder them. That's fine. What is... um, I'm going to think back to everything I know about uh, coming into a port. What is the proper protocol? Well, proper protocol for regular port, I mean, you, you can sail right up into it, but... Uh, with Tidewater Rock, uh, it can be a little bit trickier. Again, this is it's it's being held by a lady. Uh, why did I, just, I forgot her name? By by the lady of the rock. Um, mm-hmm. Her name. Uh, Agasta Agasta Smithy. She is currently the uh, like the lady of the rock. Uh, but you right. know that um, any like some information that you know it, it has changed ownership over the years. Uh, but you know that a lot of times it has a great view of the ocean. This tower sits incredibly high. Uh, it's about a seventy foot tall tower, and the cliffside that it sits on is maybe about a hundred feet. So it's almost two hundred feet in the air. Can see all directions around it. Uh, it could just be its call of them, you know, warning that somebody's on their way and just telling you guys to to be safe with it. Yes, uh, James Chu. Imagine if her name really was. <laughs> That's her middle name. Agasta. We have to dr- address uh, her every time. Yeah. Well, in that case, I think uh, I think we will be careful, Aradia. And how about a uh, a, a white flag over uh, the siren song's flag? All right, I can uh, arrange something, and with that, I'll probably turn around and head down to two decks lower deck and look for a white flag yeah able to grab it Uh, you hoist it up um as you hoist it aradia what does our flag for the siren song look like well seeing that it is just white oh our actual flag the actual flag yes we are as we say hoisting the colors Mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen Mm -hmm. one of the first times of the siren song right here on the dat network what does it look like let me bring up our old notes because it's been so long. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not where I left it. Oh, wait, here it is. Okay. It is, uh, I found it. It is a burgundy color with uh, a kraken um, uh, kind of outlined in gold in the background faintly to go with Captain Scheiss's uh, first name that no one knows about, so it's a little nod to that, and it's kind of got its tentacles around an an anchor. And then off to the um, lower bottom, it's a, not bestly drawn, because this is a mock-up, but an ink ink outline of a mermaid for, to stand for the siren song. As you're, you're hoisting that, everybody else is getting in position. Uh, you actually notice uh, a radio. Are you stay or not a radio? Azar, are you staying up in the crow's nest, keeping an eye out? Yeah, I'll I'll stay up there. Yes. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, give me another perception check as you guys start getting closer. Don't lose my die. Uh, seventeen plus eleven. Twenty-eight. Uh, seventeen plus eleven. For sure, sure. Once you start getting closer, um, it takes you guys roughly about 40 minutes to get uh, close uh, to this island. You actually notice two giant ballistas sitting on uh, two of the corners facing out towards you all. And you see what looks like about uh, five guards sitting up top. 
um, two, two people manning the ballistas. They're all standing there like at attention. They don't look like they're ready to attack or anything. You guys haven't made any aggression towards them. Uh, but then you also notice, uh, so because you guys are heading west into the island, you kind of notice around uh, to the south side, to the left part of the tower, it looks like there's a, a little channel that goes into a small cove that you could go into. And once you guys start getting closer, uh, you notice that one of these uh, bannermen picks up a flag and starts waving what looks like this blue flag with this uh, tower on it. Um, and uh, he starts waving it to you, and he starts like waving it almost to uh, this cove, almost like directing you where to go. Right, then. Captain. Uh, let's shorten sail. Okay, never mind. You saw it. Yeah, <laughs> not that old. <laughs> not that old. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you relay it down. Uh, who is actually steering the ship right now? Lockhart, are you still sailing? Or Captain, did you take over? Okay, Lockhart is still sailing. Oh uh, yeah, easy enough. You guys start getting closer, and yeah, it looks like once you get super close to this thing, this tower is—it's got like these arrow slits on the side of it. Um. Uh, like I said, there's those two giant uh, ballistas sitting on top as well. Um, you also notice uh, there's shuttered windows uh, that are on the side, and a roof made out of what looks like metal shingles rises from the battlements where the uh, sentries are keeping a lookout and the siege weapons are sitting there. As you go down into this little cove, uh, you kind of notice it, it seems almost barren. I mean, this, this island's not super big, but you can kind of see it's maybe about a mile long maybe about a mile wide as well, too, outside of this little cove. As you kind of start pulling uh, up to the cove, uh, you notice, like, there's some trees. I almost think um, uh, think of the islands uh, that uh, uh, Greyjoy, the, the islands uh, that the Greyjoys lived in in Game of Thrones. Uh, very, like, uh, desolated almost. Like, very, it looks like this thing would be very hard to try to knock down or to, to try to take. But there is, like, this tiny little uh, beach on there and then you notice that there's like almost a shale path that leads up to this giant wooden oaken door um uh to uh to the tower um as you all kind of pull into this cove you see these sentries uh standing upon the beach and you see this gentleman this older looking gentleman uh with this wispy mustache his hair slicked back wearing this beautiful like black and golden armor this giant sword uh upon uh upon his hip he's standing there amongst uh, the guards and everything as you all pull into this cove and he holds up in his hand his hand he goes yes please state your name and your business of coming to tidewater rock <clears throat> i am captain scheiss heisenberg of the pirate of the siren song i've become uh to make trade uh, with the lady of the rock and to meet her eminence Good job, Captain. Good job. He looks over at, at a at a uh -huh. gentleman standing next to him who kind of who kind of pulls out uh, what looks like some papers and looks through and kind of shakes his head. And he's like, "I do not believe that we had a meeting set for you, Captain Scheiss Heisenberg of the Pirate Siren Song Ship. But you said you are here for a trade, yes?" Uh we are here to uh, to sell our wares and take on new supplies. Uh, if uh, the lady would uh, stoop so low as to speak with me, I would be honored, but it is uh, by no means necessary. I shall speak with her in just a moment, Captain. He looks over at the, the gentleman next to him, and the gentleman puts his papers away and starts running uh, up these uh, slate stairs. And uh, a few minutes later, 
um, as he exit, you see this very tall, very voluptuous blonde woman walking down, uh, this long purple dress that she's wearing. She's got this like purple choker around her neck and on her side, she's got this long, beautifully bejeweled, um, rapier, like on her side. And she kind of like saunters down the steps a little bit and up onto, to the beach. And she goes, so you're the captain that my master at arms was telling me about, yes? And you say that you're here for a trade? Uh, we are here to uh, uh, sell uh, what we have found in our voyages uh, upon the sea and to uh, resupply our ship. Well, we don't typically just let people in, but I would be willing to speak with you uh, under certain conditions, Captain, and they must be met, or you shall be turned away from the rock. Are we uh, in agreement? I am all ears, your ladyship. Good. She looks over at the gentleman that was speaking to you before, and she turns and starts heading back up into the giant tower. This, uh, the gentleman looks at you. All right, Captain, here's what we need from you. We need you to send one of your um lieutenants generals one of your your main proprietors upon that ship as a hostage we are going to hold on to them we shall treat them with respect we shall give them food and water but in order to know that you mean well we need to have a hostage taken into the depths of the rock that's captain i volunteer no, I will. <laughs> uh, uh, of course, as a as a measure of and bond of our word, uh, uh, I will of course uh, send a uh, a member, one of my officers aboard, uh, to be uh, entertained, so to speak. A Jew captain, as he as he stands and crosses his arms, waiting. Okay. Have, has the has the uh, the the song already like pulled up to the dock, or they want to like row row them out? Uh, there, or there's there's re there's really no dock. As you guys kind of like kind of look around now in this cove, it looks just like a a a um a cove that's just, just a like cove a half moon shape. Yeah, and essentially just anchor uh, in there's it. really no dock. Yeah, you could definitely anchor in it. You kind of look around, and and the way that uh, the rock formation is, it, it looks like it, it's deep enough to where you could drop anchor here. Um, you don't have to worry about actually going up on the ship, but you could technically get on one of your little dinghies and just and sail right up onto the beach itself. There's really no port for you to pull up to. Okay. Uh, drop anchor and prepare uh, Lavinia's dream uh, to take those going ashore. Uh, volunteers to... I believe right. Lockhart uh, wants to see her voluptuous boobs. So no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause. Lockhart, we're here for I, business. I, so, hold on, <laughs> hold on. I, I was going to volunteer myself, and then when mm -hmm. this genius person over here, and he talks <coughs> to you, uh, Radio, um, mentioned Mikhail and how we can not have to deal with him for a few days, uh, I think we should vote him. Yes, but we need someone who's smart and can talk eloquently. Oh, and, not and he's not exactly an officer, I don't think. 
No, he's yeah. not. It's well, it, it is it is certainly a good idea, but if we send Mikhail, we're like as not to start a war. No, <laughs> exactly. Yes, I attract. I retract my suggestion. No, Mikhail, for this mission. All right. I mean, if if I if I have to go, and it's up to the group to really have. Eek, are you yes, are eek. you also yes. raising your hand to go? I, I, no, no, no. I got a great idea. Whoever goes, take the helmet with you. What I helmet? Was going to the helmet. The teleportation I, helmet that we have. I was going to yeah. suggest we keep the helmet on the ship so we can transport mm. over there if there's trouble. <gasps> we can well, secretly I was saying, infiltrate. If they take it with them. The, the, um, are you hostage. all going to stand and chatter all morning long, or are you finally going yeah, to pick sorry. somebody? The Lady of the Rock nope. does not have all day. Yep. Sorry. Uh, Cap Captain, Captain if we person. send Lockhart, yeah, if, if just anybody who won't start a war and get us kicked off yet another port? Uh, yes, yeah, I that is true. Uh, um, uh, Sendara? Uh, Sendara? Sandara. I believe tries... the captain said Azara. Yes. No, uh, I, I was saying Sandara. Sorry. Oh no, I understand. Uh, uh, All right, Lockhart, I'm going. I think uh, Azara go. is the correct I, choice. I take the helmet and I give it to Eek, and I just kind of give him a look like, "You need to use it." And I'll um, um, yeah. I'll start preparing I'll Lavinia's dream. Yeah. Yes, we have just raid. got raided! Another raid! Q times! Yes. Welcome, Q yeah. times! Thanks for hopping into our pirate adventure of Voyage of the Siren Song. Uh, our crew just arrived at Tidewater Rock and they have to pick somebody to actually go be a hostage uh, if they want to talk to the Lady of the Rock. And it, it seems like our first mate, Azara, is taking, uh, gonna, gonna be the one that, that does the thing. So, uh, Azara, is it is it you that is actually gone? Thank you guys so much for coming in. I hope you guys enjoy the show! Yay, thank yes, you! Yes, I'll go. Mm -hmm. Did he say to leave weapons behind or anything, or no? Or no? I don't think um, he said anything about that. So. He didn't, no, he, he just okay. said that they, they need somebody, uh, basically, in, to be the hostage as well. Okay. I will go, and I'll hand my spyglass to uh, Aradia. Uh, who is Let's going take... with you to r row you over? Isn't it Captain? Uh, the Captain? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can um, go uh, with her. Still me? Who's going with her? I'll go and we'll take uh, Owlbear and uh, Bennett. Oh, I see. You're saying to um, row us over there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to row yourself mm -hmm. and just leave Lavinia's dream sitting there. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you get you guys hop in, and the, the gentleman uh, the gentleman stands there, and he goes, "So, which of you is going to be our prisoner for the time being?" Uh, this is Azara, uh, the first mate of the Siren Song. Please uh, treat her with care and respect you. that she deserves. But of course, uh, Miss Azara, if you would please kindly come this direction, the rest of you. I need you all to row back to your ship and wait until we have her inside, and then we will come get you when we are set up and allowing you to come inside to talk to the Lady of the Rock as well. I do give you my word that she will not be harmed. I 
I stick Very my arm out to shake. And he, he walks up and shakes your hand as well, too, and says, My lady, I promise you, no harm is going to come to you while you are a hostage. Thank you. You have my word as the sergeant at arms. By the way, my name is Royster McClay. Royster McClay. Thank you, Royster McClay. Yes. Um, as you guys start rowing back, uh, Azara, you are escorted up to the front, uh, up, up the, the, the slate steps, as they open the giant uh, wooden doors. And you step into kind of like a, a, a stone room. There's like some tables. There's some candles lit as well, too. It's kind of dark in here a little bit. Uh, there's really no windows. And you guys also notice that, too. There's more like arrow slits and stuff, not very big windows. I mean, this is a fortified tower, essentially. Um, as you walk inside, they close the door behind you, Azara. And, uh, and uh, Royce looks at you and says, My lady, any weapons that you have, any jewelry, uh, I need you to please place them upon the table. You will get them back. Uh, later, but I cannot allow you to have any weapons of any sort. Uh, we're not going to strip you down, do not worry, but you cannot have anything that could come to harm. You cannot have anything that would harm anybody here. Please, place it on the table. I'll start putting all my stuff on the table. Sure, sure, sure. And I'm going to keep uh, my loot on me. Keep your, your loot on you. The magical uh, loot. Sure, sure. I highly doubt he knows what that is, what it can transform into. You never know. <laughs> okay, well, I'll keep uh, it on me. If he says something, time. then I'll put it down. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, as, you, as, as, you put, as you put everything down, uh, he goes, oh, if, my lady, uh, if you would like, it seems like you play music. Uh, you can definitely hold on to that if you so desire. Oh, um, and if you would you. follow me, please. I appreciate that. Yes. Of course. Um, as he leads you, uh, he starts leading you up this, uh, this small wooden staircase. Um, you get up to, uh, one floor and you kind of turn this corner. Uh, it's kind of a hard corner and, and it seems like kind of compact in here. It's very stone. I mean, everything is made out of stone in here, but wooden floor, uh, with inside this is, looks very fortified. As you go through a, another door, it seems like this is, is like a kitchen area. It looks like there's, uh, some water boiling over an open hearth. Uh, some tables set up as well, too. Uh, you see somebody, uh, this older gentleman, he's sitting there, he's like chopping. He, he kind of looks up and waves at you and goes, oh, a, a visitor, and goes back down to, to making his food. Uh, Royce leads you through another doorway, uh, which seems to be like an office area. There seems to be a couple desks and some bookshelves, uh, some lit candles in here as well, too, a chandelier hanging down. And he walks over to this other door and opens it. And as you walk inside, it looks like there's a bunch of beds in here. Uh, and he looks at you and says, my, uh, my lady, uh, this is our uh, quarters where uh, the guards sleep. Um, uh, please make yourself at home. If you do need anything, uh, just knock on the door. And we shall bring you food and drink shortly. Uh, feel free to play. Uh, but And just to let you know, I want, again, I want you to know that you are not going to be harmed unless your crew decides that they want to do anything here at Tidewater Rock. If they hurt the lady, your life is void. I understand. Right. Please be comfortable. And again, if you need anything, do not hesitate to knock on the door. He walks out. He takes a small bow to you, closes the door. You hear as he locks the door behind him, and you hear footsteps walking away. Uh, maybe about uh, 15 minutes later, you guys see Royce uh, coming uh, uh, down the steps. 
Uh, he walks back up to the ship and says, all right, all officers as well. Uh, Captain, you and any other officers that you have. Uh, Mrs. Zara, she is put away. She is quite safe. Uh, if you would all like to come in and you can talk to Lady Smithy. Uh, we shall set you all up in our dining room that we have and we can discuss terms and what you would like to do there. Are we in agreement, Captain? Ah, uh, we are. Uh, right, sir. Um, so, yes. Uh, so, the rest of the officers, uh, we will leave uh, Sandara in charge, and I think we will take Owlbear to uh, command Lavinia's dream on the way over. Uh, sure, sure. You guys hop on, you guys, yeah, make your way over. Uh, Royce bows to all of you, offers his hand. Uh, welcome to Tidewater Rock, Captain. Uh, well, thank you. Take your hand. If you would please follow me. As he lead, and he starts leading the rest of you. Albert uh, rows back to the siren song as everybody stands watch. Uh, the rest of the guards and everything, they, they all they all bow to the rest of the crew and they lead you all up into the tower itself. Uh, you guys see the same thing that uh, Azar had seen. Um, just it, this seems just like a, a big room here on this first floor. Uh, it seems like there's like ballista bolts. Seems like there's wood as well too. Uh, looks like there's a pen for some animals. Uh, lots of barrels, uh, like some fruit and everything. Like almost like a storage floor. And he leads you up, uh, uh, up a set of stairs. Um, you come to to a small landing. He leads you through a door. You see this gentleman. Um, uh, this older gentleman, like, cooking some food, he goes, Oh, yes, I, I hope you all are, are ready for some chicken and, and duck this evening. Uh, perhaps if you stay for dinner, I, I shall make up something nice for you. As he waves to the rest of you and, and, and lowers his head back down and continues chopping, uh, they lead you through a, another door. Azar, actually, give me a uh, perception check. Azar or Radia? Azara. Give me a perception check. Okay. I left Pluck on the ship. I wouldn't have brought him here. Uh, 14 plus 7. 14 plus 7. Yeah, you actually hear, like, some footsteps, like, multiple footsteps, like, out in that office area uh, where you were at before, and you hear another door open. Um, <clears throat> and as this other door opens, you guys kind of hang this right down this hallway, and you see arrow slits that you can see out into the ocean. Another set of wooden stairs uh, takes you up to the next floor um, of the building. Um, and actually, as you're going, it seems like a spiral staircase at this point. You guys actually head up. There's a door to your right uh, that seems shut. And you go up past that, up another floor. Uh, as you open up into another uh, room, and in this room, uh, there is what looks like a fireplace on one side of it. it it's fairly bare in here as well, too. And this long table uh, with this red uh, like runner on top of that looks like it's made of velvet. It looks like there's some glasses sitting out with some with some wine and rum glasses up along uh, the one side. It seems like there's this giant picture, and it looks like the Lady of the Rock standing there uh, with, with this man. Um, you know, really have no idea really who the man could be. But then at the far end of the table, you see uh, Lady Smithy standing there. She stands up out of her seat. She's like, "Oh, hello, Captain." Nice of you to join me. Seems like everything is good. Uh, and again, I, I know that I, I want you to know that uh, I, I definitely want you to know that as long as you all do not cause any trouble, that Lady Azara is going to be well protected. You all start anything. Her life is void. Uh, uh, my Lady uh, Agasta, uh, I can assure you that uh, my officers here are all uh, the perfect guests, and none would ever draw a blade uh, unless uh, blood was spilt uh, by you. 
course. The only time that we ever draw our blades is if we are ever set upon as well at, at first. But please, come, sit, have drink, um, and we shall talk business. And there are chairs for each of you to sit down. And as she she sits back down in her her giant her her bigger oaken uh, chair at the at the head of the table. Seems like it's got this crushed velvet purple uh, cushion on it. Sits back, takes off her rapier, and it it seems like she almost puts it into um uh, like the 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 hand or um well what's the thing called? Oh, hand, not arm hand hold. Side, sides, armrest. Thank you. Armrest. Uh, like slips it in, like it's almost, and yeah, and almost like it has its own little holder. She slips it in and sits mm-hmm. back, pours herself a glass of wine, and takes a drink. Now, Captain, you said that you uh, you came here for uh, you wanted to trade. Yes, is is, is uh, that what I'm I'm to believe? Correct. Uh, uh, that is correct. Uh, in fact, uh, our quartermaster, uh, Aradia, has. Uh, all of the inventory of, of what we have uh, that we wish to sell. Excellent. Yes, yes, my dear. Oh, so you're, you're looking to, so it's uh, essentially your plunder that you've gotten from other ships. Now, now I must ask you, these goods, I really don't care where they come by, but um, uh, you seem like a, a fairly noble lot. Uh, how many people did you murder to actually get your hands on some of these goods? She just kind of smirks at you a little bit. It's quite all right, Captain. I'm just... I'm messing with you right now. <laughs> lighten, I understand. Lighten up. <laughs> Miss Lighten up. You, Mr. Mr. Tall Red Tiefling Man, you can take a breath. You seem very stiff. Please have a drink. You're fine here. <clears throat> I prefer not to drink on the job. That's all right. Would you like, would you care for some water? Do, do you have I would take some of that. In line? Lemon and lime. Yes, I, I do. I do have that. That is totally fine. Uh, but if you don't want to drink, uh, be a little bitch about it. That's fine. And she just kind of looks up at you and just kind of winks mm-hmm. as well, too, and just smiles a little bit. It's all in good fun. I think all of you just need to relax. You're here. You're fine. As long as we have no problems. It's been a while since I've actually had anybody here. So yes. So Miss, uh, you said Aradia. That's a that's quite a beautiful name. Um, please. Yes. What's a what what are your stocks looking like now? Now, actually, I must tell you as well too. Unfortunately, I don't I don't have much money here. Uh, uh, a lot of our store storage has run dry, so I don't know how much I could actually give to you. Uh, but any any other terms, please. Uh, anything that you have of 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 use or, or I might like as well. Please spill the beans, my dear. Uh, yes, and I will from my um, belt. I will take out a small scroll. A list of some of the items, just basic wear that we would like to uh, perhaps sell and trade, as well as our plunder. And I'll slide that over to her, and she'll kind of point uh-huh. on the on the paper there. She's like, she'll say, um, "Well, as you can see, we recently uh, acquired a, a lovely ivory candelabra that I think would look beautiful in this room." Oh, you mean like that one? And she points to the side, and there's like a that looks like an ivory candelabra that looks almost exactly the same that you guys brought. Is it just <laughs> one? Does she have just one? It, oh no, no. And then she goes, and like that one too. And then you actually like look around the room, and there's an ivory candelabra like on each corner of like this room. What's another one to your collection? Oh, yes, of course. I could always put it up in put it up in my room. Oh, ivory candelabras everywhere you go. Nobody ever wants them anymore. You ever notice that? Nobody likes ivory candelabras anymore. How sad. Um, you should definitely keep it, my lady, if any, my dear, if anything. 
But uh, yes, uh, uh, seems like. Hmm. I don't know if I can give if we have enough money in storage that I can give you for all. It seems like you have a lot of plunder on here, but I could perhaps give you full price for at least half. I I do believe that would be about five thousand gold, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I will cast message just to the captain uh, and say, uh, Captain, it, it looks like we may not be able to get as much as we were hoping, but I think half of our plunder being traded is a good deal that we should take. Uh, I'll just uh, nod. Yes, I can. Uh, thank you for being so gracious, Lady Smithy. Of course, ever since... Uh... Ever since my uh, husband's disappearance years ago, um, had to be a, kind of a, as most people say, a hard ass, you could say. Uh, I've had my fair share of people trying to break down the doors of, uh, of the tower, but when I have some groups such as yourselves that come in with good hearts as well, and it's very nice. I don't get that that often. I appreciate all of you uh, being as kind as you have been and not, uh, not being a pain in my ass. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry Smithy, for your loss, but you had said that your husband disappeared? Yes, uh, he he actually went out uh, to sea. He went uh, plundering, as uh, or not even plundering, but he went on the, the sail uh, looking for treasure. And um, and as she starts like kind of saying this, we, we, we kind of, she starts talking about her husband. And it's almost like this story takes us up and through the rooftop and across the seas. Um, as she's talking about uh, her husband, uh, which he has a name as well too. I don't, I don't, I, I have his name here somewhere, which is something. It's her husband. <laughs> that guy. It's that guy. What's Kenny? What's your husband's name? What is it? Oh, um, uh, Iron Bert Steve. Steve. Iron Bert what? Steve the pirate. Iron Burt Smithy. As we actually, as, Alan, we, as, as she's telling this tale of Iron Iron Burt Smithy, and uh, how he was actually a, a pirate as well too, uh, that sailed sailed the seas, and he he would uh, come across other pirate ships, and he would sink them, especially ones that he knows have uh, have tried to uh, crack the rock before. Uh, telling you the tale of how multiple pirates have actually tried to break into this keep itself, but it's very well defended. It's very hard to do that. Uh, he went out sailing one day, and and, and you see him uh, upon the ship. Um, he's standing there, and you see these battles that he starts having as well, too. As he, he stands there amongst sunken ships, uh, different flags that are just kind of blurred out from your perception of it. And uh, you see all this plunder. You see him, like, pulling back up into the bay and, and getting out, running forward, and kissing his wife. And he's actually a fairly tall gentleman. He's uh, almost built like Bennett like uh, Bennett and Lockhart, just kind of like big, big guy, like like longish blonde, uh, blonde hair as well too. He kind of keeps it back in a ponytail, and he's just got this uh, uh just beard, nice long beard. Not more more kempt than Bennett's is. Bennett's is a little unkempt, but but just this nice blonde beard as well too. These vibrant blue eyes, um, and talking about how to and fro and the and just uh you see you see him gifting her with an ivory candelabra and. 
And as another ship and other stories tell, gifting her another candelabra and all these other goods. And, <laughs> and as he's standing on the ship, we see these other ships coming into port. And she she tells you about a Pegsworthy has visited multiple times and how they've traded with Pegsworthy. Um, and then and then we see him on his ship, and you, there's an explosion that happens on the side of his ship, and like uh, some of his crew members go flying all over the place. And and as as our view kind of starts to blacken from her storytelling. We see this ship coming directly at them, and we see the sail, the sail that all of you know, the sail of the Wormwood. Hmm. So I guess well, that was a tale of my husband. He uh, that dastardly ass Barnabas Hannigan. Uh, I, if I ever, if I ever saw him again, I. Would grab him by the balls and I would rip them off with a jagged piece of slate and shove them down his throat and push him from the top of this tower until his body fell to pieces amongst the rocks below. That fucking bastard. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, you have no need to apologize, my lady. I think everyone in this room uh, shares your opinion of Barnabas Harrigan. Uh, we have all found ourselves you... uh, s slaves above the Wormwood before we were able uh, to form our own ship. You mean that bastard made you sail with him? Sail for him. Whipped us. He did. If by chance I don't get to do the whole ball chopping off, please, and she looks at you, Aradia, please do it for me. I would greatly appreciate it. And tell me how it feels to rip that bastard apart. It would be my pleasure, my lady. Takes another shot. <clears throat> um, I can a message to the captain. Yeah. I like her. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, I, can, uh, I can assure you, my lady, should anyone in this room uh, meet uh, Harrigan again, uh, he will not stride forth from the encounter with his testicles intact. <laughs> that is that is good to hear, Captain. I greatly appreciate it. Um well, it seems like everything is done. Actually, if you would all like, um uh while the while we're moving some of the goods and everything, uh I can have uh, my cook prepare something for dinner. You're all more than welcome to come back for dinner if you so desire. It's been great chatting with all of you. Uh, so it is uh, incredibly kind, uh, your ladyship. Uh, we would be honoured. Oh, well, good. And um, and 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 I will make sure that when you do go back to your ship, that um, Lady Azara will be uh, with you as well too. She will meet you outside. Thank you. Yes, yes, and uh, and we shall regale of stories of all of you. I'm very curious how. An old, an old man such as yourself became a captain. How a, a giant tiefling, uh, I've only met like one of you ever before as well too. Normally not very, very kind that you are. Seems like a very uh, hobgoblin, yes? Uh, very cute and adorable. I could just pinch your cheeks. How old are you? You look like you'd be but a child. Oh, well, um, it's a little deceptive. I've always looked this very youthful. You know, I, I've actually dabbled in a whole bunch of different kind of concoctions to make my skin look all nice and, 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 and splash. But thank you. You know, as a matter of fact, I am working on trying to get some some this kind this kind of cream that it actually kind of looks like you actually reverse age. 
Um, I haven't got quite the formula down yet. Don't worry. I, I won't sell it until I know it works. But oh, um, oh, I would think it would just look fantastic. And I would love to be able to apply it on myself and like change like my age. I think that'd be awesome. Amazing. Oh. oh, oh, I feel you on that. I've got all these bags and wrinkles as well, too. And how about you, hairy man? Uh, you're very quiet as well. I want to hear more of talking from you as well. Your, 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 your crew captain, uh, very generous. They, they allowed the two of us to talk and all of you listen for, oh my goodness, Royce, how long has it been? Oh, it's been at least two hours, uh, milady, that she's been regaling you all of this tale. She goes, yes, please uh, make your way down uh, back to your ship and I, I will see you all for dinner. I think I might take a quick nap. Um, <clears throat> my dogs are killing me and uh, dinner shall be uh, quite delicious. And uh, uh, Royce, if you would please escort them downstairs. Royce gets up, uh, all of you arise, she raises up and she raises her glass to all of you, takes another shot, and she walks over to one of the arrow slits and kind of lays her arm up and peers out uh, into the ocean. Uh, during this time, uh, Mrs. R, what are you doing? You're in this room uh, with like about five, six other beds in here. What have you been doing this entire time? I'll probably be looking around, seeing if sure. I see anything or just, yeah. uh, just curiosity. Sure. Give me, give me a perception check. You're just kind of looking through stuffs. Yeah, just, just looking. Um, yeah. that is an eighteen. Uh, eighteen. Uh, yeah. I mean, kind of looking around. Uh, this, this, these quarters, as Royce told you, these quarters uh, are belong to um the guards. Um, narrow plank bunk beds. They're crammed kind of into the room. Um, actually, one of the beds is bunked, and then there's like some solo ones. But there's some uh some stools. Looks like there's a chest at the edge of each bed, so it looks like each guard has like their own chest of things. Um, um. Yeah, there's not a lot in here, but uh, as you kind of look through one of these chests, you actually find a, a little sack of uh, of jinglies. You're kind of looking through everything. Do you take it or do you leave it? Mm, I'm going to leave it. I'm She's going to leave it. This is why <laughs> we is sent Azara. <laughs> <laughs> Very accurate, Captain. Very, very but, accurate. Um, I think I would sit down and try and play chess by myself at some point. And chess by yourself? There's actually a knock on the door after about an hour. Uh, and it's that old man uh, who looks at you and he goes, Oh, my lady, would you, would you like some food? I was prepping for dinner and, and word is that uh, the lady might invite you and all of your, your friends to, to dinner. But uh, would you like a tasting of what, I, what I've been cooking? Oh, I would love to. I actually am a chef myself. I, I would love to taste another chef's uh, cooking. That'd oh. be wonderful. Oh, 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 yeah, yes, 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 of course. Uh, see, so he, he walks over um, and, and he, he looks at you and goes, oh, and, and, and my name is Albert's, Albert's Sigs, by the way. I'm, I'm the cook here, and, and my wife, uh, Bernie, she attends to the, the sheep flock uh, out on, on one of the rises on the farther side of the island, raising sheep. Oh, oh yes, yes. Uh, uh, we, we, we've it's a little bit slow to get around, but, but, but yes, uh, we have a grandson, Mardis, uh, who lives here with us as well, too. Um, uh, his his parents, uh, my 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 children went uh, with uh, 
with uh, the Lord of the Rock here, and unfortunately they did not return. But uh, but we're always looking to see if uh, he wants to join a, a crew as well. Maybe, maybe it would be a good place for, for him to jump on if you're all looking for other crew members. If not, I'm sure he would understand. Um, and he'll be like, let me get you some food. And he walks back and like he, he brings you a plate, not super full, but roasted potatoes. That's turtles precious. You know, potatoes, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Uh, potatoes, a piece of a rack of lamb. Uh, a Whoa. fresh salad, yeah, fresh, fresh salad, salad with tomatoes on it, uh, and like some okay, fresh baked Fuji. bread, a piece of bread with like homemade butter on it as well too. Ooh. And he's like, I, I hope you enjoy this. Uh, it took it, it took me most of most of the night and the morning to get this right, but but yes, if you all do stay for dinner, uh, I hope uh, I hope you are all hungry and 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 perhaps uh, depending on how many people are on your crew, I might have some some leftovers that we can take them as well. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Um, I kind of like look at him and like joke with him and go. You're not poisoning me, are you? Is this my last meal before you all kill me? Oh, oh no, 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 my dear. If, if it was poison, I definitely wouldn't tell you. <laughs> little, little joke. Uh, no, no. I, if, if I, I, I may look old, but poison, poison is not in my bag. If I wanted to kill you, my lady, I would just take this dagger on my side and shove it right into your throat. <laughs> Oh, just a little humor with you, too. And it just claps your shoulders. Oh, yes, no, you'll, you'll be fine, my dear. Please, please enjoy. And I'm sure once the meeting is done, uh, they will they will bring you back out and you will be allowed to, to meet meet the rest of your crew to go back in the ship and get ready and whatever it is you must prepare for the day and the evening. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I will enjoy my food. Thank you. Oh, yes, yes, of course, my dear. And again, if you need anything, please don't hesitate to knock. Bye now. Thank you. Closes the door and you hear the lock and you just hear the slow footsteps as he walks away back to the kitchen. Um, uh, all of you, uh, Royce is, is now leading all of you uh, downstairs. Um, you go back down through the office area, back down onto to the lower decks. Uh, Azara, you actually you hear all these footsteps again, like on the outsides. And after a few minutes, you hear some footsteps coming up. Unlocking the door, and it's Royce. He goes, oh, my lady, the, the meeting is finished. Uh, everything seemed like it went all right. Uh, uh, I will give you your things back once we get downstairs, and you will be free to go join the rest of your crew back to your ship. Uh, and it seems like uh, all of you are going to be coming back for dinner this evening. Oh, lovely. Um, uh, I actually, uh, your chef was very kind to give me a taste of what's for dinner, <laughs> me being a chef and all, but I have an empty plate. May I bring it to the kitchen? Uh, oh, don't worry about it, Melly. I will escort you down. Leave the plate where it is, and I, we will take care of it. Don't worry. Okay. Thank you. Uh, follow he you? Starts. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, please. As he starts taking you back downstairs, uh, you you kind of notice it. You notice that the front door is open. The rest of you guys were led back out onto the onto the shore, uh, waiting for Zara. He, uh, one of his guards, hands you all of your items that you have, your sword. Uh, you kind of look through everything. Everything is there. Um, and you guys all look up and you see Azara walking down the, the slate stairs, meet you uh, by your ships. Royce actually escorts all of you. Um, so if you want to get some of your crew, I will get a couple of my men. Uh, go ahead and uh, we'll start uh, unloading some of your plunder that you have. Uh, some of the other items on your list, uh, Mrs. It was a radio, correct? Yes, sir. 
Yes, yes, uh, I do believe uh, the, the lady, she will go over some of that, and she might want to, to purchase some of the items off from this for, from you as well, too. But please uh, help out my men any way you can. We'll just uh, load up all your plunder inside the storage chamber, where uh, the, the first room that you all came into. Um, and then please go get ready. Anything else you must do on the ship, preparing yourselves. Uh, and we will, uh, I will come back out and let you know when uh, we are ready for all of you to come up for dinner. Uh, Captain, it was a pleasure, um, and we shall see you later on this evening. As he bows to you and he turns. Excellent. He bows, turns, walks up. Uh, Albert rows himself back over and pretty much picks you guys up. And for the next few hours, uh, you guys are able to unload some of this plunder. Uh, so I will say you guys, uh, about half of your plunder, uh, you're able to take off. So that'll be at least five yes. points of plunder, which in time, which is going to equate to about 5,000 gold for you guys. Yay, getting rid of some plunder. Congratulations. Um, as it starts getting, uh, as it starts getting into evening, um, as well too, uh, are you guys prepping? What do you, what are you guys like wearing for dinner? This is what I'm really curious about. What's everybody going to wear for dinner? Uh, a shirt. A shirt. And... Okay. Ben, it's gonna have a shirt. Yeah. And that's it. He's not going to have any pants or will... boots or anything. Just I will. I'm <laughs> pretty much just wearing, heart. essentially wearing what I have now, but I'm going to like, Try to comb my hair a little bit, kind of pull it back into a somewhat of a ponytail, a kept ponytail anyway. So, yeah, I'll Excellent. try that. Excellent. Yeah. yeah anybody else? Yeah, I fancy? think Aradia really hasn't. Lockhart, you wearing a shirt? I I am wearing my my fluffy pirate's shirt, the white one. I've cleaned it. It's pressed. I prestidigitated myself. Uh, so I smell like <laughs> lavender. Uh, while no one's looking, I like take out my toupee, wear it, cast mirror <laughs> image, see how it looks. I'm like, no, stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and, you just hear in your head, yeah. That, 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 what, what, where the, where the fuck did you get that thing from, Lockhart? I know, <laughs> I, I bought it. I bought it from. Uh, I don't what whatever island we were at the first place. Oh, uh, oh yeah, oh, oh the one that uh, where you beat up the bloody knuckles and such, and and then they ran you off. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it. Don't ever put that on again. You look ridiculous. No, I just wanted to, I just wanted hair like Bennett, and I thought I thought I could feel it, and it's not. Don't don't be like Bennett. You're Lockhart. You are unique in your own way. Don't try to be like Bennett. If you want, be like Mister Buckethead. That was a real man right there. And you hear just that like, was a real man. Oh, well, do you really know? Azara, don't roll your eyes. You don't hear this conversation. Aradia, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, Aradia, what are you wearing this evening? <coughs> I don't think she has much in ways of new clothes, so she will tiptoe down to the captain's quarter and ask him if he can just uh, put a little precipitation on her. Totally. Yeah. So I look yeah. a little bit more spiffy, and I'll comb my hair and do it in a low, in like a low bun, for dinner. Low bun. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, captain, how about you? Up in your captain's quarters, you wearing your well, your nice slippers this evening? I'm no. I'm gonna wear my uh, nice shoes with the silver buckles, and um, according to my uh, my items list, I apparently have fancy clothing. So I'll be wearing that. <laughs> I believe we got that from the cellist. Uh, 
chelish people. Yeah, some chelish, maybe yeah. fancy clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some fancy but, uh, chelish clothes. What, uh, yeah. Mrs. Ara? I think I'd go also to the captain's quarters and see him looking through the chalice clothes. And I'm, hey, Captain, may I borrow a sash or two? Yes, of course. It is in it is important that we look uh, at place and at ease. The lady was uh, uh, seemed quite miffed uh, that Lockhart was so stiff in her presence. Yes, I'm sure he was stiff in other ways too. Um, yeah, I, I grabbed some sashes and I put it on, and then I. Fix my hat, press it to on me. Can't do it if you can't say it. I can't say it. You know, I can't say it. You can't do it. Yes, you can press to digitate yourself. And then I grab like a, I see like a really nice, like red, deep red vest. And I change up my vest and, um, all right. Radio, do you want to borrow some of these? Uh, you know, adding maybe a sash or two would kind of spiffy up the outfit, don't you think? Yes, I think so. And I go over and I just kind of like tie it and uh, look at it. I think it looks good. Thank you, Azara. I'll kind of like play with the sash a little bit. Like the Changli one. <laughs> ching, 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 ching. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Mr. Eek. What is Mr. Eek wearing tonight for Din Din? Well... Actually, Eek is going to like kind of um, he's just gonna try to like make you know clean off some of the stains that he has on his on his on his um on his shirt and stuff and on his vest. But what he's actually gonna run downstairs and quickly make is he wants to actually make two ba um two batches of something called Alchemist's Kindness, and what this actually does is um ten minutes after drinking it. It completely eliminates all effects of a hangover. And he's going to give it to a, as a gift to um, Miss Smithy. Okay. All right. And he's going um, to put it in, a cute little, in his cutest little bottle. And he's going to put like a little bow on it. And hold on a second. Let me, yeah, Alchemist's Kindness. And it only costs like yeah. one gold. What? Well, one gold, so I mean, to make it, it's half that, so. Um, yeah, 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 handful of silver. Uh, give me a craft check for me, Eek, while you're making that. I actually, it <laughs> does not require one. It is that small of one, but if you still want me to do it, I can do it. Uh, yes, yeah, I mean, Alchemist Kindness, I found it. It says Craft Alchemy, DC 20. It's a DC 20? Should, yeah. should be easy enough. The one that I have here says no craft check, but that's well, You okay. know what? You know, um, you know what? We'll make it a we'll make it a super easy DC then. We'll cut the DC in half for it. DC ten to make this super easy. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Because I wrote um, what I said I have a ten. So yeah, I didn't use any fancy stuff. So that's a seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, you can make this a little uh, little pouch just for her. Uh, excellent. Uh, is everybody um, all all your goods have been moved for the day? I haven't received uh, any money just for it yet, um, <clears throat> but that will come in due time. And that is your GM being very nice. It will happen. Um, mm. And you got all get back on the ship, and you actually see Royce comes down wearing his gold, his black and gold uh, suit or his suit of armor with his long sword. Uh, as he just stands uh, at the side, and you just hear him be like, "Yes, if you are all ready, the the lady is waiting uh, for dinner for all of you." Ah, uh, yeah, you got it. I'll let him know. Hey, Captain! 
Yes, uh, Mikhail, I, I, I can hear. I'm, I'm right next to you. <laughs> oh. oh, he looks at oh, Sorry, Captain. My bad. And he just walks away. Hey, oh, wait, 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 Captain. Captain, can you, can you bring us back something as well, too? Like, if, if there's, like, any leftovers? Yes. Like, no, no, don't get... Don't yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I mean like fish guts food is like really good, but I need like land food. I'm dying here. Mm. I will see what I can do, my Kyle. Oh, Captain, you're the best. I appreciate it. Walks away. Uh, Albert's standing there and he goes, uh, Captain, I'll, I'll row you back over. All aboard, everybody. As get into Lavinia's dream, already set for you, as he rows you all back over onto the shore. Uh, voice greets all of you again. Welcome again. I hope you are all uh, prepared with empty stomachs. Hopefully not too empty, uh, but uh, we have created a nice meal for all of you. I hope you all do enjoy. As he leads all of you back upstairs, uh, back up to the uh, room that you all met uh, with Lady Smithian before, and uh, sitting uh, upon the table, there's like more wine glasses. There is a, um, it looks like there's more ivory candle lovers that have now been set on the table. All of them lit, uh, night, very nice, like golden and like pearl dinnerware sitting out, like uh, silver uh, uh, utensils as well too, glass goblets inlaid with like silver and jewels as well too. Oh, hello, oh, Captain, welcome, welcome. I hope you are all prepared for dinner. Please, please sit. Sit, uh, Mrs. Aura, I, I hope that keeping you down in the room, that uh, it wasn't too uncomfortable for you, my dear. Oh, oh no, it was, it was fine. Um, your chef was very kind for me to have a taste of what's in store for tonight, and uh, your guard has been oh. very sweet, so thank you for your hospitality. Uh, oh, but of course, I mean, Alvarez is always very taken by young, beautiful women. My goodness, but he, he is very sweet. He is very, very sweet, and I'm glad that he was able to give you some food, gave you a taste of what is to come, and there, there shall be other refreshments and more food as well, too, to fill our bellies, and you all can regale me with tales and stories I would like to hear. As a, and, and please feel free. Um, uh, I don't really have any place for any of you to stay, but if any of you get drunk, I, I'm sure I could find some place for all of you to, to bungle down for the evening. Um, I could, I could, you could stay in the cruise quarters as well, too. Totally fine, totally fine. Please sit and let us have some food. And, oh, Mr., uh, I do believe it was uh, Lockhart, correct? I do like your shirt. Very fancy, a little frilly for my taste, but uh, you look very handsome. All, actually, gentlemen, you all look very handsome, and the ladies, you all look very beautiful this evening. You all didn't have to get okay. all dolled up for this. It's just little me and Royce. Royce, I do believe, I hope that you're going to stay for dinner. Oh, yes, of course, my lady. I, I shall join all of you for dinner as well, too. Please, please, my friends, sit down and enjoy some food. Um, Eek, uh, as you're all sitting down, you do have... Uh, yes, uh, Miss, and it was Mr. Have... Eek, correct? That is right, my lady. I have made you a special um, a potion, and it's, it's it's nothing too fancy, but just in case you um, liked our company a lot, and you do happen to overindulge in um, some um, of your fine liquor, I have made uh, a batch of alchemist's kindness to relieve any morning pains that you may have from drinking too much. 
Are you talking about a hangover? Who do you think I am? That is very sweet of you, my dear. I do not typically have hangovers in the morning. On the other occasion, if I might drink a little bit too much, and we're actually bringing out the good stuff tonight, so you know what? I might need that this evening for tomorrow morning, but that is very kind of you, Mystique. I appreciate it. Um, as you all sit down, uh, uh, all this food starts coming up. Uh, you see Albers and then uh, the, the old cook that you all saw earlier in the kitchen. Uh, he, he walks over, starts placing food. And, and a couple of the other guards as well, too, are, are helping with it. And you see this older woman uh, come in. He introduces her as, a, as Bernie, his wife. As, as And there's potatoes. There's rack of lamb. There's fresh salads. And, mm. and also they bring up, there's like like three different kinds of pie as well too mm. and and just all these other like roasted zucchini and, and all this other stuff as they're telling you that on the top of the island she's regaling you with more stories and and Alvarez is talking to you as are about you know the gardens that they actually have on the higher mountaintops here that are hidden from other mm. people it's very hard for them to get up there and they're asking about other tale are you guys telling them stories about the kind of stuff that you guys have been through as well too regaling mm -hmm. stories excellent yes Excellent, excellent, excellent. All of you are having a grand old time. How many of you are drinking? Raise your hand, please. Uh, I would like to send out a message to the crew just to encourage yeah, them sure. to, uh, uh, if they wish to, uh, feel free to drink uh, so that uh, you are not stiff, but not so much that you cannot get stiff. Okay, Lockhart? <laughs> you hear that, Lockhart? You stiff right now? <laughs> I can't hear you. I can't hear a thing he's saying. Okay. Good. I said something extremely sexual. And then they landed perfectly. I would expect nothing uh, less from Lockhart. Um, yeah. Yeah, as 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 the night trails on, like it's 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 like getting later, but like the food keeps coming, and all of you guys are having a grand time. And uh, Miss uh, Lady Smithy just looks back at all of you, and she goes, "You know what? I have had a great time. I I I hope that even after all of you leave, that uh, you definitely come back and and visit uh, as well too. And and you know what? I have an idea." You know, we could actually form a partnership, Captain, if you so desire. Um, and the way we could do that, we could just be friends and talk about a partnership like we like we have. She looks over at uh, Lockhart. She goes, or we could challenge each other to a sword fight. We could see who could kill each other off as well, too. You look like you could be a fighter. She just winks at you, Lockhart, and just kind of giggles to herself. Looks over at Eek as well and says, you know what? Uh, we You all could just stay here and become part part of uh, tidewater rock and and we could all just live together in perfect harmony and she's like oh there's another option too and she looks over it at you azara and as she opens her mouth to say something you all hear boom as the tower starts to shake we'll find out what that boom is oh, next time tear again Ladies and oh, gentlemen, so imagine. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming and joining Voyage of the Siren Song. We've got three more weeks of our six-week adventure. Um, uh, guys, uh, thank you for the raids and all the just resubscribing and everything and just staying with us, being pirates with all of us this evening. It was a really fun show uh, tonight. Uh, but, yeah, that's it uh, for us, ladies and gentlemen. 
actually, I do have one more thing. Um, as as dinner was happening uh, through the night, we, we hear this explosion. We actually go out the back end of Tidewater Rock, and we see our camera just coast over. It seems like we're, we're, we're traveling at thousands of miles an hour. Uh, we see the stars are out in the sky as we coast right over the dark water, and our camera dips down into the depths of the water. We see, we pass by some fish. We see an eel go past. We see what looks like a, a giant water serpent of some sort skate past. And then we come down to the bottom of the ocean. Where we're at, nobody really knows. But we see rocks. We see stones as well, too. It looks like there's a, there's a broken treasure chest with some gold inside of it. As we continue moving forward, and we come to rest on what looks like a bucket with a broken piece of glass as it's sitting there. And as we focus in on it, we see coming from the darkness, a tentacle wraps around it and sucks it out of frame. And we just hear, <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for coming, friends. <laughs> see you later. Until next time, friends. Uh, uh.